the pounding begins. The wagons are circled. Every wind is raided. It's football time in America, and this republic has never been stronger. The Sportsocracy, Beer City's best sports talk, live from the Ingalls studio. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. We're the Sportsocracy, and we're heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And we're seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. That way you can join us in the chat and get all your thoughts in on the program because it is a football Friday. Yes, it is. NFL playoffs getting underway tomorrow. We have five games over the next two days. A sixth game on Monday night. Which is, I I swear, is just the NFL proving if, if we show it, you will watch it. <laughs> it's going to be a banger on Monday Night Football. Philadelphia Eagles, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We will have all of your picks, all of the analysis of each and every playoff game coming up for you over the next three hours. We'll have the daily draft in the third hour of the program. I aim for the first time in what feels like forever. Tank actually has a shot to win the pick contest. Yeah. And you, the listeners of this here program, will be involved in that as well. Indeed. We'll be putting out polls for who you think are going to win these games. Tank and I will be picking against the spread, the over-under, and one prop bet we like per game. Okay. All right. That's a new thing I just learned. Yep, it's a new thing I just learned because I just came up with it. <laughs> so that's how this rolls. Tank's always like, oh, you don't tell me things. Well, I don't always tell myself things, <laughs> so it's not really like you're at a disadvantage. All right, so we've got the spread. Yes, and we have a another fantasy opportunity that we will be unveiling later in the show. Okay, it that was, the, I did know it was the spread, the prop, and the over-under? Yes. I want to write that down so we don't forget. Cause I no, always I'm not for- going to forget. I always forget to make sure that we hit all of them, so I'm going to write them down so I do not forget. Organization, that's the best key. We're going to go over all the playoff games, get your thoughts in on the YouTube uh, comment section and uh, we will, of course, bring you whatever breaking news may arise during this here program because it has been a hell of a week for breaking news. Oh, yeah. I mean, and we are organized. I asked it earlier. I thought I pulled a hammy. Get it? Organized. Uh, gotcha. That's a muscle, not an organ. But okay, we'll let you, we'll let you have it. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> semantics right yeah uh it's not but okay gerard mayo he is gonna replace bill belichick as the head coach of the new england patriots it was i mean i thought this was this was a great possibility of how this could go we talked about it yesterday didn't think that maybe this was the right choice but last spring you sat down with gerard mayo and you told him he was going to be the heir apparent Mm -hmm. now uh you know not even a year later bill belichick steps away and this is the New England Patriots organization living up, living up to their promise that, yes, they feel Gerard is ready for the big time. I've never claimed that he wasn't ready for the big time. I claim this is a job that you have almost 0% chance of succeeding in. And here's why I say that. Okay. I said yesterday, Bill's taking the Atlanta job. And it may be Atlanta, it may be Carolina. I don't know which one. But Bill is going to try to prove a point that it wasn't just Tom and in New England, the message has gotten stale, blah, 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 blah. Which means 
the vast majority of that staff is going with him wherever he goes. They're Bill guys. It's been Bill's franchise yes. forever. How do you build a staff if you're Gerard Mayo? Do you not think he has enough connections having played in the league and been well, I'm sure an he's assistant got, for I'm him? sure he's got some uh, decent enough connections. Mm -hmm. Do they have connections to each other? Is there any way that you're going to have a – is there any way you're going to have a staff that the only binding thing is not you? He spent his entire career in this organization. He's never been anywhere else. Mm -hmm. The GM is going to be an arranged marriage. That's just the way it's going to go. I've already seen some of the names that they're talking about. None of them have any connection to Gerard Mayo. And that isn't always a problem. It's kind of a problem when you've got a first-time head coach who I believe is going to have a lot of is going to do a lot of overseeing of the defense. So what are you going to do? Just try to bring in an offensive coordinator that can completely controls the offense? Yes. That doesn't tend to work. That doesn't tend to work in situations like this where the offense name me the player on that offense that you really feel like is a building block piece. Ramondre Stevens. So a running back that's already been in the league for a couple years that is a between-the-tackles, pass-catching running back who has not shown a great proclivity to stay healthy. That's what you're building your <laughs> offense around. That's about the best I awesome. got. So you, you've got the third pick, which means you're most likely going to bring in a rookie quarterback mm -hmm. who is going to have a head coach that doesn't know jack squirt about offense, which is your problem. The defense ain't a problem. The defense was put in bad situations, and you – I mean, I get it that this is the guy you told, oh, this is the way it's going to be. You also thought that this was going to be next year, not this year. Mm -hmm. You didn't think you were going to go 4-13. and 13. And look, New England Patriot fans, I, I'm not saying anything out of turn here. I'm a Jets fan. I am for the second day in a row talking smack about your franchise wearing Jet attire. Let me get that out of the way to start the bidding. I'm not worried about this in the least. Because I know where your expectations are, and I know what he's going to be able to provide in the first year or two. And it ain't going to be 10 wins. No. It's just not. There's no path to that. Short of an act of God. Because you're going to get the quarterback that the top two teams didn't want. Whether Chicago takes one or not, whether Washington takes one or not, those first two picks are going to be quarterbacks which means you're going to get the third one, mm -hmm. which means you're going to get the one with the most obvious wart, which means you're going to get the one with the lowest ceiling. We've already seen you do this. You did this with Mac Jones. Now, that just so happened to be one of the most categorically awful quarterback classes in the history of the NFL. But I don't see how this is turning around anytime soon. And New England Patriot fans, you know, and the dichotomy of this is funny to me, that you have Alabama open right now, because Nick Saban retired. You had New England open for 24 hours because Bill walked away. The fans seem to be a lot of the same people, and they seem to have a lot of the same expectations. If you take Bill away, New England is one of the most perennial loser franchises in the NFL. Yes. You had one little two-year stretch with Bill Parcells. Other than that, you fired Pete Carroll because he never really succeeded to the level that you wanted him to. And you had a whole lot of time in the 70s and 80s where you were just an afterthought. Other than that one run you made to the Super Bowl in 86. And got smoked. Mm -hmm. Other than that, you're an afterthought. Alabama, I'll say the same thing to you. If you take Nick Saban away, you haven't really been relevant. 
except for two years of Gene Stallings, pretty much since Bear Bryant. There was a whole lot more Mike Price and Dennis Francione than you seem to want to remember. And I understand that things can change and the world changes. I get that. What I'm saying is that this is a very tough place to win. New England is insanely cold. And it has a fan base that expects you to win because that's what they're used to. You got a whole lot of new Patriots fans that don't know who uh, Drew Bledsoe is, who any of the people from the 80s, they know nothing of the, the, the whole Patriot experience. They know Tom and they know Bill. And they don't know anything else. Mm-hmm. So you have this expectation, and I've already seen it. All right, I've already put out reels from what we said yesterday, and I'm already seeing it from Patriot fans of, oh, you're just a homer. Gerard's a great coach. I never said he wasn't. I never said he wasn't. Don't put words in my mouth. Listen to what I said, not what you wanted me to say. He's the wrong fit for this job, period. Mm -hmm. A defensive coach was the wrong fit for this job. The fact you didn't interview anybody outside of the organization was a mistake. Loyalty will burn you at times. We talked about Washington with Don James. Yeah, guess what? They hired the loyal longtime assistant. How'd that work out? Oh, yeah, you didn't sniff a national title for 30 years because you made the wrong hire. The NFL's not quite that way. Mm-hmm. And I understand that a lot of people didn't want to replace Bill. I have it on good authority. Mike Vrabel didn't want to replace Bill. Made it well known. Don't call me. Don't make me tell you no because I will tell you no because mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. This is not a good scenario. And I get it. You hired the guy that you told you uh, that you told you were going to hire. You did the 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 high authority the the high moral authority thing. You kept your word, but don't expect this to go really well anytime soon. And I don't know that Robert Kraft does. And Robert Kraft's a smart guy, right? We've I always said that, that you would have moved on. I don't know that you would have moved on from Bill if you didn't think it was going to go better reasonably soon. Because here's what this is just, and I'm playing, I'm reading tea leaves. Mm-hmm. Robert Kraft is a guy that does not like to lose. He said this in his press conference. I was a fan that sat in the metal bleachers. For the first time, I feel like you're acting like a fan because you're sticking with that Patriot way. I hate to break it to you. said this yesterday. Patriot way doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Worked with Tom. Never worked anywhere else. That's not ironic. I feel like New England is getting New England. Of Gerard, the defense was good, and he's our guy, and he'll he'll bring in the culture. The culture was never the problem. The offense was the problem. Mm-hmm. The ability to draft was the problem. But if he, that ain't something you fix in three months, no. But if he goes away, the culture goes away, right? He's the he's the link to the culture. If Bill's leaving, nobody's left behind to maintain that culture, and that's what that's what Robert Kraft is looking for, in my opinion. He wants the culture to maintain. And all of that, yesterday you were talking about, we were talking about the Patriot way, and you were talking about the, uh, uh, well, the, the, the authoritarian system in which, you know, Bill Belichick would run his locker rooms. Gerard Mayo lived through that. Mm-hmm. Don't you think he learned from that? He saw how that You're affected his point. teammates. You're missing the point. Okay, what's the I'm point? not saying Gerard Mayo's not a good coach. Mm-hmm. I know. I think I he'll be did. just fine. Mm-hmm. You're taking this culture that for four years you've seen, it ain't the culture. It was the quarterback. We've tried to put this culture in eight other franchises. 
it's batting zero. Mm -hmm. It didn't accidentally touch the ball one time. As a matter of fact, it's set back every franchise that it has touched, including mine. Mm -hmm. New York Jets set them back. Cleveland Browns set them back twice. New York Jets set them back because it's not the culture. That's not what is winning you football games. What won you football games? You got real lucky with a quarterback that bought in, was way better than people thought, and then you were able to put the system around him. You're not doing that again. Mm -hmm. You're not. I, 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 the, the culture thing drives me crazy. And I don't understand oh, oh, it's why. Such because a winning it's a culture. big thing. No, it's a damn losing culture in every scenario that has not involved Tom Brady, including twice with the guy that started it. It's, it's mind-boggling to me that people continue to do this in spite of the fact that all of the empirical evidence tells you that that's complete nonsense. Oh, the culture's so good, then why has it worked really? anywhere else? Has it worked in any other way mm -hmm. except with Tom? I'll, I'll open the floor to you. Name me one other time that it's even come close to working. Look at the Raiders. You took a roster that was reasonably good. It wasn't great. It was the eighth or ninth best roster in the league. This is what I fought with you about all year long. But you brought in Josh McDaniels and his Patriot way and accountability and all these stupid quotes on the wall and all this crap that Bill Belichick does. What did it do? It completely fractured the franchise. Now you have Bill, who was the better coach, period. It's not debatable. There's no, That's not even an opinion. It's a fact. Bill Belichick right now is a better coach than Gerard Mayo. You've watched this whole culture fail for a presidential term, and now you're so stuck on the past that, oh, we have to keep that culture in the building. Why? Why do you have to keep that culture in the building? Maybe, just maybe, just a thought. Maybe you should age with the times. Mm -hmm. Look at the other jobs that are open in this league. You notice that none of them are, are interviewing a copious amount of defensive guys? Mm -hmm. Is that weird to anybody but me? Every one of them have eight candidates. Six of them are offensive coordinators. New England, no. We are predicated on running the ball in defense, and we'll find a quarterback that'll fit into the Patriot way. Or, or is it more likely that you're going to wind up with another version of Jimmy Garoppolo or another version of, I don't know, every other quarterback that's ever played in this? And you're going to have a quarterback that you win in spite of, mm -hmm. not because of. But – Gerard takes over the defense, Name and the he hire. doesn't do the offense, right? I don't know who it is. I don't I, know I who agree. You're That's get. exactly how it's going to go. Now, right. name me who the hire is. I have no idea. Spitball a name. Any name. You can say anybody right Brian here. Brian Callahan. Is going to leave the Cincinnati Bengals know. to be an offensive coordinator in New England. You said name a name, I named a name. Okay, let me rephrase. Name a name that makes sense. <laughs> I'm going to leave Joe Burrow for a rookie. No, Brian Callahan will take a head coaching job and nothing else. Okay. That's my point, though. Right. Is that the names you're going to get are guys like Josh McDaniels. Whichever one of the offensive coordinators doesn't go with Bill. Okay, you get that guy. Now, let me give you the devil's advocate of you that. You think that's how that's going to go? They won't I don't go see how it goes anyway. It, outside it, it, the... All right, so i got a first-time head coach. I'm going to have a first-time coordinator. How many examples of that do you need me to give you of it going horribly wrong? I, I don't think Bob Kraft's that stupid. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't. I mean, yes, D'Amico Ryans and Bobby Slowick, that's gone well. For every one of those, I can give you 20 that have gone horribly, and five of them wore the same logo that's on my lapel right now. Mm-hmm. 
to me, you got to have a vet of some kind. The only two names I can come to are Bill O'Brien and Josh McDaniels, and they have two completely different problems. Mm-hmm. One of them, Josh has never worked outside of Bill, ever. Not one time, not for one season. He's been a disaster. Yes. As a coordinator with Jeff Fisher, as a head coach, two times on his own. Bill O'Brien. What's the problem with Bill O'Brien? Let's say let's say Bill takes Josh McDaniels with him, and you go to Bill O'Brien and go, yes, I, I want you to stay. This is the guy who got passed over for you. This was supposed to be the replacement to Bill. That's what he came back for. Mm-hmm. Nobody will ever tell me differently. Bill O'Brien wants to be a head coach. Bill O'Brien thinks he's a head coach. Let's say it worked for a year. You're right back in the same situation a year from now because Bob would be getting interviews and would be gone. Mm-hmm. And so now you've got a quarterback that's going to, I've already said, have warts because he's the third prospect at best because you won one too many games. And you're going to be in a second system two years in a row. How many quarterbacks have we watched get turned through just like this? I thought Robert Kraft was looking at what had happened and gone, okay, it was a great run and it's run its, t- and, and it's run its course. And it took 24 hours for him to go, nope, have to hold on to the culture, have to hold on to everything that's happened in the Patriot way. Well, here's the thing. I hate to break this to you. You take Tom Brady away. Do you know what the Patriot way is? Seven and 10. And congratulations. You'll keep that because I don't see a way you're any better than that in the next two years. Mm-hmm. You're playing in the tougher conference. and You gave it to the loyal longtime assistant. Track record on that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And we want to, again, we want to try to build something with the next dynasty. There is no next dynasty. You don't know that. I do know that. You do. <laughs> Okay. Name me Closer any franchise. Name me all. any franchise in the last forty years that's had two of them back to back. I'll wait. I'll wait because it's insane. Oh no! There is no next dynasty. You just had a dynasty. Now mm-hmm. you want to actually be competitive. That what you just said is what drives me bonkers about Patriot fans. Mm-hmm. You have absolutely been an abject disaster for half of the duration of this franchise. Mm-hmm. Take Bill away. You are a complete abject disaster. And now you think you're just going to lather up into a new one by doing the exact that's same the thing that goal, you did. That's the goal, though. I understand that's the goal. And you just did it in a way that doesn't make any cognitive sense. <laughs> to you, it doesn't make sense to you. Okay, I'll make a... We, we've argued about this all morning. You've yet to give me one reason why this is going to work. I'll make a bet with you. Mm-hmm. Make a bet with you right now. Mm-hmm. Three years from now, Gerard Mayo is not the coach of this team. Because they will have gone seven and ten, eight and nine, nine and eight at best for the next three years. And I'll just sit back and laugh the entire time. Mm-hmm. Because you're in an offensive league. This the, the NFL right now is an offensive league, fact or fiction? Fact. Okay. You have no offense. None. You yes. got nothing. Yes. We have you're picking over. third in a draft that is not great at quarterback, and you just hired a defensive head coach. What's the path to being better than? even half of the AFC in 24 months. Just lay it out for me. How, how, how's that go? It's very slim. Very slim. Then why the hell did you do this? Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it didn't matter where you went. It wasn't going to Right? Was it? If, if you if went you out brought and in you, Mike Vrabel and Arthur Smith, you would have had a way better chance of this working than you have right now. Really? If you'd gone to Ben Johnson and just said, hey, you're competent, offensively, maybe we should try to do that. Mm-hmm. You would have had a way better margin for error than you have here. 
Fact or fiction? You tell me the line, what I just said. I mean, yeah, maybe. maybe. I mean, maybe. Maybe he ends up being a great coach that we think he's going to be. Maybe he revolutionizes the offense wherever he goes, and it's going to be great. You could have had that in New England. But you don't know that New England's not going to come in here with this guy who, I mean, he's been on the same path as D'Amico Ryan's, right, for the last few years. His name's been mentioned in every article of this guy needs a job. It's D'Amico Ryan's or Gerard Mayo. Maybe he could be just as good. He I comes know, in, not continues the Patriot culture, and they can find an offensive coordinator that can get the new quarterback to get it. There's so many unknowns here. You don't know that it's not going to work. You just don't think it's going to work. I don't know a single soul in the NFL that put Gerard Mayo and D'Amico Ryan's in the same sentence. Not one time. It's mm-hmm. never happened. Never. Ever. Never. In the, in the, your, list, okay, of, in the, in the list of head coaching candidates and, and list of interviews, there wasn't one that I'm had both on I'm not saying they didn't interview. It. That's what David I'm saying. David Culley interviewed. I'm talking about as in terms of a coaching prospect. Mm-hmm. A lot of people interview. Mm-hmm. Do you view D'Amico Ryans and, and Gerard Mayo the same way as prospects as coaching hires? I don't know. No. No, you don't. And ask yourself this question. They let Gerard Mayo go interview anywhere he wants. Is there any other job in the NFL he would have gotten? Probably The not. answer is no, and it's not even cl- I'm not sure he would have even gotten an interview anywhere mm-hmm. else. I'm not sure anybody else would have even brought him in. Did you notice nobody requested him? Nobody asked to talk to him. Mm-hmm. That's weird. You know Why would that possibly be? Oh, because we figured this out of hiring that defensive coach. That works one out of about every ten times. Mm-hmm. And New England, by God, we could not wait. We could not wait 24 hours to hire this guy. No, because we already had him. 10-4. As a Jet fan, I couldn't be happier that you did this. <laughs> I was scared to death you were going to make a good, competent hire. You didn't. Yeah. And now you're as, wow. you're every bit as irrelevant as you've been for the last three years. All right, you're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Did you know that Ingalls sells more organics than any other store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Did you know that they have more local craft beer than any place else? Or that they have energy smart stores? Or that they professionally slice and package imported cheese from Europe? Did you know about their giant international aisle, local farm partnerships, curbside pickup, wine department or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks well now you do it's all in the bag Ingles, low prices love the savings we're back counting down to kickoff let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with beast unleashed presented by monster brewing number one beat the heat unleash the beast with bold familiar flavors zero caffeine and zero sugar number two running the option there's four to choose from white haze peach perfect scary berries and my personal favorite mean green and number three at six percent abv max protect always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com member fdic boy you must be outside your mind the sportsocracy just a bit outside he tried the corner and missed back in the sportsocracy on espn asheville moved just a bit outside to a little different location here before we get into the uh weekend's games in the wild card round 
of the playoffs. We'll break down each and every game of the weekend and give you the spreads and the over-unders and all the best picks, the props. Jeremy's dug up props. Of course he has. Uh, that we will pick as well as we begin the playoff pick'em contest because I lost the regular season something awful. Aggressively. Aggressively lost the regular season. So Put it this way, I was resting my starters the last two weeks of this yes. season. Yeah. I could have taken the Washington Huskies to win the, the, the yes. week 18 and I would have been just yes. fine. Yes, yes. Um, wanted to bring this up because, well, because I can. Name's on the door. And, uh, you know, ESPN. Some of the some of the bigger high ups at the uh, at the TV product of the mothership, they're in a little bit of trouble. If you haven't seen this story, apparently ESPN had to give back thirty seven Emmys that they got by fraudulent means. And when I saw the story, I thought, "How the hell?" I mean, other than like going sneaking backstage during the award show and stealing the actual awards, how do you get them by fraudulent means? Well, apparently the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences that runs the Emmy Awards, when, as I understand it, when you apply or when you put your name in the hat to win these awards, individual talent at a station, they can win individual awards like Best Anchor or, you know, Best Interviewer or whatever the categories are. I don't know what they are. But apparently you, you can't win for the show as a whole all right and so there was the category for the best sports show weekly sports i don't know what it was again but it was basically centered all around the college game day show and every year the individuals they would be in the categories for the individual awards but then they would also want to put them in the category for the actual show itself so they sent in fake names and then once the college game day program got awarded the Emmy, they took the fake names off the off the trophy and they put the actual names on there. So this was like a 13-year span where they won the Emmy for the show for like eight years. And the individuals listed on the awards were Lee Clark, Kirk Henry, Chris Fulton, are you noticing a pattern here? Yes. Uh, Dirk Howard, Tim Richard, Stephen Ponder, and Eric Andrews. Those are all alternative names for, of course, the College Game Day crew over the 13-year period. Lee Corso, Kirk Herbstreit, the, the whole gang. Everybody got one every year, right? So it was like in 2010, they went, hey, let's give it to Lee this year. Put the fake name on it, whatever. They've been ta- The ESPN's been taking a lot of heat for this. It's not that they it's not that they cheated to win the awards. It's just it's a paperwork issue. And there's no word that the talent had anything to do with it. So it wasn't like Kirk was getting them to do it. It was management was doing this and then giving the awards to the talent. That's basically the story. Indeed. My story is about Ryan Rollins. Does that story does that name mean anything to you? Ryan Rollins? Yes. Is that Seth Rollins' brother? No. Okay. Uh he, Jimmy Rollins' brother. No. No. He was a second round pick of the Washington Wizards outside out of or actually he was a second round pick for the Phoenix Suns 
out of Toledo okay. in 2022. All right. He was in the Chris Paul trade that they facilitated. Mm-hmm. He has appeared in 10 games this season for the 6-31 and 31 Washington Wizards. And yesterday, he was released, waived. Mm-hmm. And usually, that wouldn't be a story, except for why he was released. He has a, he has a bit of a, a hobby, mm-hmm. and his hobby is crimes. He apparently likes to go to the local Target and just take stuff. <laughs> well, he's a kleptomaniac. It. Maybe a little bit. Okay. There is a court document because he is facing a court date that he not once, not twice, but seven times in the last two months has been caught stealing household items from Target. Household items. Household items. Body wash candles and things like that now i need you to understand that with the most recent collective bargaining agreement it has swelled what nba players make on the high side yes but also on the low side mm-hmm. ryan rollins due to earn 1.7 million dollars this season <laughs> and you were stealing candles bro those things are like four bucks I mean, not if you're buying nice ones, but then again, you're stealing them from Target. So that's what I'm saying. Although I will say this, this is the, and I'm not, I'm not his defense attorney and I'm, I'm just, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. All right. He lives in Washington, DC. He was stealing from a Target. I'm not sure he thought anybody would care (laughs) because if there was a place and a place that you were the least likely to ever be prosecuted for stealing anything, it would be a target in Washington, D.C. Yep. He boo-booed and went to Virginia. Mm, Don't do that. Oh, crimes are crimes in Virginia. (laughs) You don't have any politicians there to just go, no, it's fine. Oh, you killed somebody? Community service. Don't do it again. Why? $1.7 million annual salary, and you have to steal candles from Target. That is, you know, that's, you know, that that feels like that math don't math. (laughs) I stole a bunch of candles, retail value, $48, and I gave up $1.7 million. Right. Mm, I don't think you did that well. However, the G League will enjoy you mightily. We have... Two, not just one. We have two breaking newses. Who's gonna break the news? 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 Uh, do you want the college breaking newses or the NFL breaking newses? Uh, let's go college first. Mike Norvell, staying at Florida State. He's staying at Florida State. Yes, he has been extended. And, you know, I'm just going to say this. Um, Alabama told everybody that would listen, we plan on having a coach by the weekend. I don't think they planned on everybody that they wanted going, no, nah, I'm good. Because <laughs> that's now Dan Lanning, mm-hmm. um, Mike Norvell, mm-hmm. Kalen DeBoer c- canceled a radio show today, uh, or an appearance on a radio show, and everybody lost their minds. Oh, he must be going to Alabama. Or... Or he knew what Chuck and Buck were going to yeah, ask him. He had a him. pretty good feeling that old Chuck Buck in the morning. Hey, uh, you got Buck and a duck tag out there for... You got Mattress Man out there chucking fastballs at him. Maybe he looked at that and went, I don't want to deal with you two idiots today. Because mm-hmm. I know the only questions you're going to ask me are going to be about losing in the national title game 
and am I going to Alabama? And I have to wash my hair, and I don't want to. <laughs> right. Kalen DeBoer doesn't have any hair. Just throwing that out there. I thought it, would, I thought it was a story when I saw the headline because it said cancels his radio show. No, it wasn't his radio show. It would be a story if he canceled, like, the coach's show that was supposed to go out on all the affiliates. That would be a story. No, it would be a story if he canceled an appearance with boosters. All right, if they had a big booster <laughs> luncheon and he went, I can't, got to poop. That's when you go, oh. Canceling a call-in oh, with no. call, canceling a call-in with two idiots like us is not canceling a radio show. Yeah, you want to know why we don't do that many interviews? Because the percentage of with which they are canceled is alarming. Oh, absolutely. Put it to this way. If the number of interviews that we booked that canceled was a batting average in Major League Baseball, it would make Pete Rose look like Tank Spencer. I mean... He's not wrong, He's not but wrong. that's a big, that, that's, that's big news because that was to me, the fallback really for Alabama and it's getting, I, I know our Alabama listeners, you're, you're not going to like what I'm getting ready to say, but I've been hearing this all day mm-hmm. and the more coaches that go, ah, sign an extension to Florida state or, Oh, I'm not going to Alabama. I think there's a better than zero chance that the next head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide is already on the staff. Oh, Tommy Reese. Tommy Reese's. Sure, he'll get you a real good deal on some peanut butter cups. I know it's Reese. Don't at me. Okay. I, I do. I think Tommy Reese is going to be the next coach at Alabama. Could be. Because none of the others make sense. None of the others what? None of the other. None of the guys that I actually think you could get make all that much sense you gotta try to keep this recruiting class together and hope that they all really like tommy reese who else would be on the list for you i think DeBoer's out it doesn't make a ton of sense for me anyway because he's never been in the southeast norvell's out lane kiffin doesn't make nearly as much sense as people think you talk about i re-referenced ryan ryan rollins uh you want to spend 1.7 million dollars on candles that's how you spend $1.7 million on candles. <laughs> you might as well hire Jimbo Fisher because the difference between Lane Kiffin and Jimbo Fisher ain't nearly as much as you want it to be. So I I don't – this is one of those times if it doesn't make sense any other way. Steve Sarkeesian's already pulled his name out. Sorry, says, I knew I was forgetting another one. He says he's going back to Texas, so that's that's done. Oh, Steve Sarkeesian, hey, you stayed at Texas. Cheers. If you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, other names that have been mentioned, I guess, uh, Eli Drinkowitz from Missouri. <sighs> I almost want that to happen just to see how many Alabama fans would lose. But he'd cry. He would go and have the press conference and be so excited that he got his dream job and end up crying. Mike Loxley from Maryland. That's actually worse. I, I wish you said that one first because that's worse. Yikes. Mike Loxley, who was the worst head coach in D1 college football for three years at New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just starting to feel like Carolina when Dean left. Of nobody wants to subject themselves to what they're going to get here. That's nobody. It's a big risk, right? It's a big risk to be the guy who follows the guy. And so... You know, I feel like going, you know, we're not going back into the conversation, but much like the Bill Belichick thing, like you already had the guy, you already had somebody committed to take over that job that was going to be tough to take anyway. I got an idea. Take it. I got an idea. 
All right. Uh huh. And, and I think this satiates almost all of college football. Mm-hmm. Alabama, you hired Dabo Sweeney. Hear me out. You hired Dabo. That's a guy who gets his dream job and is going to fail miserably. Then you can get a high-level coach four years from now when you fire Dabo. Now, here's the other thing that this does that makes all the rest of us college football fans feel really hunky-dunky. Clemson then figures out that nobody wants their damn job either, and they can get put back into their place where they belong, which is in that mid-tier with with the Georgia Techs of the world. <laughs> I, I mean, I think Georgia all – Georgia Techs. Okay. Good. Okay. I went a little low there. Yeah, you did. I'll let's see where does who does Clemson belong with Missouri? Let's go with Missouri. That's where you. That's where you belong. Yeah. Seriously, I was thinking Carolina, but oh, that might be the meanest thing you ever said. And then to Clemson fans, it's the truth, to isn't it? No, I didn't say you were wrong. Okay, I just I just to... said Clemson fans immediately went from hating me <laughs> to hating you. Oh, we're way better than Carolina. Yeah. I mean, are you, are you, you sure? You were for a minute. Here's the thing. You take out the last 10 years, you're way more Boise State than you are Florida State. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew. completely I knew. discounting Danny Ford. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, you're right, I am, because he had one good year, and the rest of it was just garbage. Uh, Adam Black with the line that I've known was coming for Deon. many days. Deion Sanders to Alabama. Let's go. He's a proven winner, right? I'll go ahead and tell you, that's not fitting to happen. <laughs> uh, the other piece of breaking news, and this is something that I've I've, I've been sitting on this for a couple of days because I know, I know a lot of what's going on, but I'm getting such conflicting reports that it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Apparently, and this is, from, this is from Ian Rappaport, so this is not me spitballing. I'm just going to read it verbatim. Max Crosby put out a hashtag hire AP on his Twitter roughly an hour ago. In mm-hmm. Rappaport tweeted, Max Crosby weighs in and from what I'm told is drawing a line in the sand regarding the Raiders' next coach. The, three ten, the three-time Pro Bowler wants Antonio Pierce. I needed somebody like that to say what I had heard behind cl- closed doors. Apparently, Tom Brady wants Mike Vrabel. And he's part owner of the Raiders. We talked about that yesterday. The players are 100% all in on Antonio Pierce. And it may come to a head of, I don't think anybody in the front office wants to give him this job. And I don't know what's changed. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's coming from Tom. I don't know if Tom has gotten in Mark Davis's ear. I don't know. I wouldn't doubt it. I thought this was a shoe-in. I thought Antonio Pierce would have already been hired. And he should have been. It's not trending that direction anymore. And you got a bunch of players. I'm telling you right now, Max Crosby would demand a trade. Mm-hmm. And so would Devontae Adams. Yes. Immediately. And I don't care who it is. Mike Vrabel, it does not matter. There is only one way that you can get this higher right, and it is higher Antonio Pierce. Can I tell you he's the best coach? Nope. I can tell you not hiring him is going to make not hiring Rich Basaccia look like a walk in a target. <laughs> you can't do the same thing. Two, I wouldn't Two cycles so. in a row, right? I mean, not two cycles in a row, but you, two searches in a row? I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. I would not think so. I thought this was the easiest layup in the whole coaching, in the whole hiring cycle. Mm-hmm. Just hire the 
guy in the building. And look, I, I understand that I'm not the I'm not the loyal longtime assistant guy. There's a huge difference between Gerard Mayo, who doesn't have eight games of coaching experience where he rallied the entire locker room. Antonio Pierce does. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of these guys next year. There's a lot of these guys that you can't come off of. So you have to do it. And if you don't do it, you're going to regret it. Yeah, and you're going to step into a big old bee's nest if you do. You're going to step in a bee's nest that was in a poo pile that's outside Whoopi Goldberg's house. (laughs) And and she's going to come yell at you. So it, it's just going to be a whole nightmare. That's terrifying. Yeah. You're in the sports. That's, that's the things nightmares are made of. ZSPN Asheville game previews for the wild card weekend start next. At Ingalls, we're proud to work with hundreds of local farms and businesses in the communities we call home. Not only does it ensure that you get top quality fresh items for your family table, it's a way for us to support the amazing individuals who pour their heart and soul into delivering the very best they can do. Quality, freshness, community, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. Download our free app on Google Play or the App Store. Type in Asheville Home Search. You'll be able to connect with our team and see all the available homes for sale in our area. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, eh, Kai? It is ESPN Asheville, and this is the Sportsocracy. Wild card weekend in the NFL. We'll go through every game for you before the end of the program, make all the picks and such. The Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. All right, I feel like this game needs more discussion than we have time for really i i do okay and and i i i did before i said that to you in the break and then uh-huh. you scrunched your face at me when i said it the first time yeah i definitely want to move it now okay i don't uh, get it so let's talk about the one that deserves the least talk okay uh, buffalo, buffalo pittsburgh <laughs> buffalo pittsburgh woof 10 point spread buffalo don't care uh i'll just throw my pick out there right at the beginning well and there's there is talk that the weather i, th- I think it was steven Tao said this earlier that the weather gives P- pittsburgh a chance i don't know that that helps you uh, i really don't and let me tell you why if this game was in pittsburgh it would be infinitely more interesting to me mm-hmm. you got to understand the psychology of buffalo 
This is a city that has thought they were going to be in a Super Bowl. This is now four straight years. I physically watched the fan base give up. That game with Denver, the Monday night game where they turned the ball over what felt like 413 times, you could physically hear it and you could see it in the fan base Mm -hmm. of, oh my God, we have gone Lucy and Charlie Brown with the football again. They have pulled it out from underneath us and our Super Bowl window is closing and oh my God, the sky is falling Stuart Little style. And then a funny thing happened. They played their best football of the season in the most important time of the season. And now I feel like on a national level, we have all written the bills off. Baltimore's the best team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Kansas City still has Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Miami's got the dynamic offense. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's got the defense. Houston's the young, spunky upstart. I'm forgetting a team in the AFC, and I can't place who it is. Oh, it, 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 Pittsburgh. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I'm talking one. about hope. That's why. Because uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody has been hope for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, at this point, is almost like the, the annoying little brother that your mom made you bring. Like, I told you. You have seven spots at your party. Well, I only have six friends. Well, take your brother. He doesn't have any right. friends, and he's he's getting beat up a right. lot. This this is not like the dangerous Pittsburgh Steelers wild card team that made the playoffs in 05 and then made the run, right? Won all the games on the road and then won the Super Bowl. That's not happening for this team. Gambit fan hit. He kind of beat me to the punch. This is the exact sort of game that the Bills take the big old grumper in. Uh so don't bet the house on the bills just yet. What you just said is exactly why I am betting the house on the bills. This is a team that has never been able to live up to expectations. What happens when the expectations go away? Do you know a soul that's picking the bills to win the Super Bowl? No, neither do I. It's the first time in four years. I don't know a soul. Mm-hmm. I know more people that I could check a stick at that have little white pieces of paper from a casino that say Pittsburgh Steelers plus nine and a half. And I look at those people and go, are you smoking bath salts because that is the only way i can understand if you don't want to take buffalo i get it okay you you don't want to lay that many points i understand that and i'll tell you the same thing that i told to a a better friend of mine earlier this week do you think the buffalo bills score 10 points in this game yes then i don't know how you would possibly take the pittsburgh steelers plus the nine and a half i just don't see it Mm -hmm. yeah no. Because the Mason Rudolph thing was cute in games where you were playing teams that weren't really playing for anything. And you just went, I, 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 how do I say this, A, on FCC radio and B, appropriately, you fell uh, bass backwards into the playoffs and you just got the hottest team in the NFL outside of Baltimore. I think this is a bloodletting. I do too. I think it's... It, Look, I know it's going to be, what, snowing, right? It's going to be snowing. It'll be 22 degrees. It's going to be, you know, Buffalo weather. I don't, this doesn't concern me. I don't think this is going to, I mean, is it going to be like lake effect blizzard snow? Where we're going to have to be pushing piles and such? If it were. But even if it does, does that make you feel better about Pittsburgh? It doesn't make me feel better about Pittsburgh, but it wouldn't. I guess it would make me feel like, I guess like like was said in the chat, they got a better shot. There's a chance of something fluky happening. But why? I don't. But why would it make because you feel weird better? Things feel, because weird things happen. But this playoffs, is a team right? that can't throw in good conditions. 
No, this is a team that doesn't run well. That would be the only that would be conditions. the only thing. In a blizzard, you're just running the ball. So now it's my running game against your running game. And, and I'd take Buffalo a hundred times chance. out of a hundred. I'd take the chances. Really? Yeah. This was the worst rushing team in the NFL for fifteen weeks, and you're falling for the last three. No. Okay. I was just just no. making sure. No, no, no. Because no. I hear a lot of people that are but, uh, oh the new coordinator, they figured out Najee Harris. Did they though? But but is but is Buffalo better at that station to station game than Pittsburgh? Pit, Buffalo is better at every single thing you do on a football field. Really? I would wager the Gatorade boys are better at pouring Gatorade in cups <laughs> than the Steelers guys are. Has the running game and 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 James Cook especially has he been coming on because of the air threat. Oh, you take that away and maybe that doesn't work you're as well, forgetting right? playoff lenny no, we, i forgot yeah playoff lenny he'll kill you that was that was being facetious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no i think this is buffalo and i think it's buffalo right it, i'm reaching for natural disasters to figure out a way that the pittsburgh steelers can win this game doesn't that kind of tell you everything you need to know of course i need an act of god of course buffalo should smoke pittsburgh like a honey ham as jeremy likes to say uh and the somebody pointed the out to me was do the you highest smoke you could... a honey ham i never thought about that oh, yeah you can smoke one i mean you can smoke anything mm-hmm. yeah, you can exactly. smoke bath salts so you shouldn't but you can smoke anything True. it catches on fire it can be smoked True. i mean smoked ham i'm pretty sure i've had smoked ham before. okay somebody asked me that and i went i don't know i've never made a ham yeah no you that's, just take that's it one of those you go to honey baked ham and order it and yeah. go uh give me that boom <laughs> done hey and and by the way i'm gonna need about ham. a gallon of that glaze crap y'all want yeah. y'all put on it i brought the ham it cost me four hundred dollars <laughs> but it's delicious but it's the best ham you'll ever eat and you're getting none of the leftovers judy <laughs> it's always judy judy always brings too much yeah i'm taking buffalo but i'll go minus the nine good. and a half uh over under uh, 34 and a half it's nine and a half uh, I'll go under the 34 and a half. I was about to say, if the over-under is nine and a half, then I'm betting a sizable amount on over. Because that feels like a gross over No, I had said 10, so I was just checking. You nine said it half. was nine and yes. a half. Okay. It's actively nine and a half. Okay. What'd you say? Where are you I'm go- taking the under. <sighs> That's the harder part to me. Because I don't know how much it's going to snow. 17, that- 17 to 6. See, I could easily see it being 27-10. I'm going under. I don't want to, but I don't want to, but I will. Okay. All right. And your prop? Uh, my prop would be over 207.5 Josh Allen passing yards. Okay. I don't care if this game is played in the blizzard of 93, the tornado that took the uh, Dorothy and Toto away is happening right outside the stadium. And the four horsemen of the apocalypse are on top of the stadium. I'll still take Josh Allen to throw for more than 208 yards on this god-awful Pittsburgh secondary. Okay. Um, Did you want me to pick a separate prop? Uh, you pick whatever you want. You pick the one I just did. <sighs> James Cook. You got, a, you, you got a good James Cook line over there? What you want? Rushing uh, yards? Yeah, give me rushing 64 yards. 64 and a half. Over. Hard. there we go that's a hard over for me well that was that was easy who's by the way who's shocked that jeremy has access to all the prop bets and tank doesn't know where to find them no 
if that. No, I thought it, I thought you were going to do that thing where you have a prop bet and we just have to take a side of it. And I was like, ah, okay. So I didn't I didn't have one pulled up. I will for the next one. There we that? go. You're in the sports Huzzah! This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. We'll take a break when we come back after the top of the hour. It'll be time to talk about the big one tomorrow night in the, wow, the new freezer bowl. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingle Studio. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM. 1400 the sportsocracy is heard everywhere on the iheart radio app and we are seen everywhere on youtube go to the sportsocracy.com click the live video link subscribe to the channel that way you can join us in the chat also get uh, live alerts when extra content goes out like the uh the, the the daily drafts uh yes there will be a lot of those and i'm glad you said the daily draft mm-hmm. all right so the first week has taught me a valuable lesson i don't like waking up early in the morning so um uh, 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 we're going to be putting those out after the ESPN show moving forward. So those will be from three to like three thirty to four. Most of them will be pre-recorded. So we'll do some of them live, and I might do some of those in the morning. But uh, I laid in my bed this morning at seven o'clock, listening to my alarm go off. Go. Why am I doing this? <laughs> I can do this later. I, I I swore my my resolution was I was coming in later on Mondays and Fridays. It took me three days to go. Yep. Nope, not that way. Not that way. Uh, but we have a lot of draft stuff coming out this weekend. Excellent. So look forward to that on the channel. We will uh, We will also be back with you on Monday. I know most people are getting Monday off, but not us. Not us. I mean, it's, it's day after the playoffs. We've got Monday night football that on Monday night as well. So, look, I mean, we got we plenty need to of time to you. take time off. It's what the NBA season's for, okay? You don't care. Or no lies. And neither do we. Exactly. Exactly. Plenty of time. We're going to have plenty of Braves games, I'm sure, throughout the season. Come on at noon during our time slot. So we can we can go through a national holiday just to give you the football coverage that you long for. Uh, we got our first Super Chat of the day from Patrick Holt asking, what do you think about the Commander's GM hire? Uh, it's Adam yeah, Peters. Yeah. That'll work. <laughs> we, need to get, we need to get some new buttons on your bar. We do. When was the last time Little John was uh, relevant to anything? I don't know. What was his? What was the last song he did? Couldn't tell you. That Usher song that was like ten years ago. That was it was a long time. Twenty ten uh, called. They want their soundbite back. Uh, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, Tank Tank loaded the button bar in two thousand nine and went. That's good. I'm done forever. Forever. I'll never change it. That's right. Uh, I'm a big fan of Adam Peters, honestly. He interviewed for practically every open GM job. The only one I know definitively that he hadn't was Carolina. And that might have been because he looked at it and went, I don't. No, 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 thank you. No, I have to be passed over no, from everyone you. to take that. I think it's a great hire. Guy's won everywhere he's been. Um, I, I think he's had a very hands-on role with the draft, and they've drafted pretty well. So he, he's uh, – Denver Donkeys said he's very good at finding talent. So he echoed what I was getting ready to say. Big part of the Broncos Super Bowl team in Super Bowl 50. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a home run hire. And it even more encourages me of thinking, you're going to get a big boy coach. You're not going to get the retread. You're not going to get, 
you're getting one of the big dogs in this in this cycle, and I have a funny feeling it's going to be an offensive guy. Yeah, yeah, they will uh, they'll swing for the fences as I've expected since that team was sold. It, it, it's time. Yep, just please God don't hire another San Francisco 49er. I am so tired of watching the third round. Like th- with the next pick, San Francisco, and then San Francisco. Four picks from now, San Francisco. We hired 48 of their coaches. It's all that it's that's smart thinking though, right? We hire all these sh- hot shot coaches, they get hired away, and then we get free draft picks. That's it's just the brilliance of John Lynch. Uh Adam Peters' draft record is splendiferous. So that that's what I wanted in Washington. I need yep. somebody that can draft. Yep. Uh all right. Everything gets underway in wildcard weekend tomorrow. Four thirty game with Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans. We'll talk about that game coming up in just a little bit. But um the the primo game, right? The one that everybody's pissed off about <laughs> because it's on Peacock. And I I thought we were done with this. I thought we were done with the whole Amazon Prime Peacock thing. What would make of you think we were being upset oh, about it? I thought you were saying we were done doing it. No, it's about no, to get way worse. No, we've been doing this for long enough, right? Everybody should know. But yeah, there was another is- article from some geriatric reporter in the New York Post today that was a hundred and eighty thousand words long, basically of just how he is so uh, longing for the years of the depression or something. Did, did it start with my dearest Violet? I basically, I hope this letter finds you well. I, I don't get it. I, I mean, either. the only thing I can think here is this is the first time that you've needed PCAC. We did have a, what was it, a Saturday night game? But it was a game that nobody cared about. Was it an exclusive Peacock game? There was, I want to say, one of the New Year's Eve games. Or, or maybe it was, you know what, I think it was uh, Thanksgiving. No. It was one of them. I don't remember. One of the games. Uh, I don't, I don't know because I already have it, right? There are so many of us that already have it. It's not even an issue. So the ones that are still holdouts, it's like, just, just get into the new, you know, into the current world. You, you know why we have Peacock, right? Wrestling. Cause we sign, so, we save so much money because we have DC streams and all you got to do is message us and we'll tell you how you can too. And we have all the streaming services. Indeed, There is nothing you could look at me and say, Hey, I found this new show on Amazon Minus, I got that too. Don't know how I got it, but I do. They even have a Peacock channel. Just so you know. Amazon does? No. DC Streams. Did I they? found it the other day. I did. Because I was looking, I was, I was curious. I right? wonder if that'll have the game on it. I get all of the games, except for the one that's on Peacock, right? Nope. Get that one too. I'm taking care of that one too. Look so, at that. You know. For the low, low price of probably what you pay a month for cable. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, It is quite the investment, and I encourage all sports fans to have it. Um, But anyway, it's the Peacock game, Miami Dolphins, Kansas City Chiefs. It's the Tyreek Hill return revenge game, and it is going to be cold, 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 cold. Mm Mm-hmm. This morning, the National Weather Service said at game time this game was going to be three degrees and negative 30 wind chill. That has since changed, and it is now negative 3 degrees. And somehow the wind chill is not as bad, but it's negative 28. Um, Woo! So you said this is the game everybody's looking forward to. Yes. I'm not. Because I of the weather? I No, I don't care. I don't think this Dolphin team is very good. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. 
And now you're going to take a Dolphin team that is used to very warm, temperate climates, and you're going to put them in the freezing cold against Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. I told you. That game with Bills and Dolphins might have been the biggest game of the season. And this is why. Because I knew somebody was going to have to do this. And, I, I mean, do you have any belief Gambit fan is planting his flag on the Dolphins winning this game. I don't see how. I don't either. I I mean, I get that Kansas City's offense hasn't been great, but. I mean, he's got a good point. Re- look, the cold's not going to make the, the Kansas City receivers catch any better. No. You know what it could do, though? We've rolled into the, and this is, maybe I have a blind belief in Andy Reid. We all know that I like him better than, I, I put him in a very high historical realm. There's a great chance that this is going to bring out a side of Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey that you're used to seeing, and I think that's enough. Mm-hmm. You mix that in with the weather and the fact that Miami doesn't have a pass rusher on this team. I mean, 2009 called. Your pass rushers, are, they've expired. Yeah, yeah. Melvin Ingram and Justin Houston ain't doing much for me. Look, it, it, it reminds me of, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, something that the uh, ever-popular LeBron James once said. Once they got into the playoffs, do you remember the, the, the mantra that he had during the championship run? It's winning time, right? And I feel like the most, you know, most superstars, most, you know, greats, they can do that. And I believe that's what we're going to see from Kansas City. I, I, that's oh what my. we'll see from Andy Reid and Patrick, Hol- Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. You're going to see all of the criticisms that have been there all year long. It doesn't matter now, Right. Now we're at home. This is the playoffs. This is the time to change everything that we've done. Now, if you don't think they're capable of that, that's one thing. If you don't think that the receivers are capable of catching enough balls to make enough plays to outscore Miami, fine. I get it. In the cold, maybe the passing game is going to suffer. Miami does run the ball very well. You think they're going to be able to run the ball very well against the Kansas City Chiefs defense? I don't. I, I, I think it's more likely that they get behind. And I, I, I've seen too much from Mike McDaniel where you give me a reason to stop running, and I will. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I don't buy it. I don't. In this game, I think you have to have one of two things happen. Either Pat Mahomes has to be outplayed by Tua Tungavailoa or Andy Reid has to be outcoached by Mike McDaniel. And I do not see a realm of outcomes where either one of those things happen. Do you? No. I do not. Uh, it was mentioned here. Mike Baker says all of Miami's pass rushers are former Chiefs. That can help, right? We know the tendencies of the offensive line. We know the tendencies of the playbook. We know Patrick. Awesome. Okay, but I mean, were you really able to limit him in practices? Right? Like, <laughs> like I'm just saying, it's Patrick Mahomes. Do you think that's going to matter that much? That they're just, familiar with the scheme? I it, when when that was the most interesting number to me when this came out, and when I saw four and a half for Kansas City, I I, I felt like Vegas was baiting us. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Kansas City minus four and a half. I'll go. You know what? I'm going to go under the forty three and a half. I know that sounds insane with two teams that can be this prolific, but I'm going under 43 and a half. So am I. I'm going the same way you are. I'm taking Kansas City. I don't believe Miami is a team that can, you know, go on the road and beat a good team. 
And yes, I still think Kansas City's a good team. And if you don't, I think you're just you're being blind, willfully ignorant. Uh, two things from the comments. Mike Baker said that uh, his comment was not a good thing because he was saying those are the two old guys that Kansas City looked at. Wait, you're too old for us. Ah, okay. All right. I was thinking that you were trying to throw out a positive here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I guess there can be a positive there, but that's a weird flex. No, nope. Baker's flex, bro. Ba- Baker is a, uh, is a Chiefs fan. Okay. I remember the guy over here controlling the chat. I remember who y'all yeah, pull for. I died. I, I mean, I'm wrong sometimes, but I remember. <laughs> I really wish you all had uh, we 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 had it so you could have your logo next to your name. Everybody make that their logo so I can know whoever who everybody belongs to. If there's a way to do that, I'm gonna do. Could that. we turn that into the token? Could everybody get their own customizable yeah, then, token? I don't know. Everybody gets one of those based on how many months they've been here. No, yeah. I don't know. Like if I could change mine into a picture of a pirate flag, you know, or I don't you know, could change yours into a plane. That'd be cool. Let me look into that. No, anyway, if there's not a way, I'll send an email. Hey, <laughs> y'all should fix do it. <laughs> fix right. it before the hacker fixes right. it for you. Okay. Yeah, and and that's the other thing. The Dolphins' defense. I'm I'm not sure you can get pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and and Gambit Van was basically saying that his thing with the Dolphins is the same as mine with the Bills. There's no pressure mm-hmm. because everybody expects you to lose this game. Yep. And 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 I get that. I, I do. So I'm I'm taking Kansas City under. What's your prop? Oh, um, you know, we talked about me pulling it up, and I yeah, forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't. I, you didn't yeah, do it, did you? Forgot all about it. You were that kid that went, "Oh yeah, you gave us homework." I forgot. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, mine is really simple. It's anytime touchdown scorer Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Yeah, you can't have that one. No. Um, Although Travis Kelsey is pretty close, and I don't think it's any worse. <laughs> And that was the one that came to my mind, so I guess that's that's probably the safest bet here. I'll go TK. I don't. I just don't think this game is as interesting as as everybody else seems to. Well, it's interesting because there's the possibility, right? There's the possibility that the weather doesn't play that big of a factor, and both offenses are able to score, and it's going to be close, and it's going to come down to last possession, and it's all of the all of the things that you want in a good playoff game. You know, there's also a possibility that Miami comes out and their 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 you know teats are frozen and they just can't do anything and they get absolutely blown out by the Chiefs. That's a possibility as well. He just went full teats. I did. That's rare. Uh, Also rare us talking about the NBA on the show, but we have a super chat. Okay, super chat. Yeah, it's from Soaring Eagle. He said, "You know who's not happy today? Fans of the Portland Trailblazers." (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. They got beat by 62 last 62 night. 62 points. They only scored 77 points. Mm-hmm. That's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Scoot uh, Henderson was minus 56 last night. They have played the Portland Trailblazers twice so far this season. And in those two games, the combined margin of victory is 105. NBA action coming at you. Portland Trailblazers. They're really loving the post-Dame years, right? Only reason that ever gets made up or brought up is to make jokes. That's it. And now we're done with it. Yep. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Uh, who you got? Miami, Kansas City. Did we throw that one into the chat? It will be later. I'll I'll sum up who the chat takes at the end of the show. Okay. All right. We will be throwing the polls up in the chat. Of course, you have to go to the sportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel to vote in the poll, but please do so. Leave us a comment as well. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
At Ingalls, we're proud to work with hundreds of local farms and businesses in the communities we call home. Not only does it ensure that you get top quality fresh items for your family table, it's a way for us to support the amazing individuals who pour their heart and soul into delivering the very best they can do. Quality, freshness, community, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. Download our free app on Google Play or the App Store. Type in Asheville Home Search. You'll be able to connect with our team and see all the available homes for sale in our area. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or Clarissa Sells WNC at gmail.com. The Sportsocracy. You are just dumb a bag of hammers. It is the Sportsocracy, and the, the wild card weekend is upon us. Opening of the 2023, or I guess the 2024 NFL playoffs. Uh, and. The Cleveland Browns take on the Houston Texans. Houston, the surprise in the AFC South for all of us, obviously. Can C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans win their first playoff game? I think there's a decent shot of them possibly winning this game, but you're you're going to have to hope for for some luck. You're going to have to hope for some defensive miscues, which don't happen with this team very much. You're going to have to take care of the football. Uh, It'd be a nice help if Denzel Ward did not play. He was hurt in practice earlier this week, and so there's a chance of that. I believe he's going to play. He probably will. It's a playoff game, and if you can go, you're going. Uh, Gambit fan took the words right out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. This is a heart-brain game. Yes. The heart says Texans. The brain goes Browns. Yes. (laughs) I agree 100%. This you, was the hardest game of the weekend for me to pick. It, it was. It may also me. be the game that I'm most interested in actually watching. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds strange because you got a couple that have narratives. And in terms of the football on the field, I think this is the most interesting game because you have an elite high end offense in Houston that has all the toys. Mm-hmm. I really hope Noah Brown plays. And you got this elite high-end defense in Cleveland. And usually when you have these stylistic fights like this, the other side is what wins it. So when Cleveland is on the field offensively and Houston's defense, who do you give the advantage to there? I think I'm on Houston's defense. I'm on Cleveland. I'm really? on Cleveland's offense, and it's not even close. Really? I have watched that secondary get drugged down the sidewalk enough times 
when they don't get pass rush, mm-hmm. those corners get annihilated. But don't you think they'll be able to get pressure? Because I feel like they've been really good at it well, <laughs> all they, year long. Well, I just keep getting – and you know what? Maybe I'm getting swayed by recency bias. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to remember what happened the last time these two teams played? And I get it. Davis Mills was playing for Houston. I get it. No. He don't play defense. Amari Cooper had 265 yards. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking he's going to do that again, but I think he's pretty safe for 100. Yep. And if you tell me I can get – 280 out of Flacco with two or three touchdowns and no more than an interception. I'm taking Cleveland. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say they're going to win on the road because it is hard to win in the playoffs and it's hard. It's really hard to win on the road in the playoffs. I'm taking Cleveland. Yeah, I am as well. The number was too low. I think the number's spot on. The number was was too low for me to consider taking Houston. How about that? If it had been three and a half, if it had been four, I'd have been on the Houston side. Matt Huddleston said, as a Browns fan, this one scares the Hebrew jeebers out of him. It should. It should. It should because you because here's the thing. If something does happen with the defense and you're not having a great day and they're scoring, uh, I just feel like it's, oh, a, it's, it's a struggle oh, I'm for the offense this. to score. I'm looking at this from a different way. Really? I don't see... And, and and maybe I'm being too myopic here. I don't see a way that Pittsburgh beats Buffalo. No. I don't really see a way that Miami beats Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? What's that? That means there's a great chance, great chance, that Cleveland ends up playing the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. I like you better against Baltimore than I do against Houston. I think they match up better with Baltimore. I don't think they're – I'm not saying Houston's better than Baltimore. That's not – I'm just looking at a week off. You you get to keep playing. The defense is that good, and I think you match up better with Baltimore. And so I understand why this one scares you because I would hate Houston. If Houston's the team that ends up playing Baltimore, you talk about scattered, smothered, covered, diced, and chunked. Mm Mm-hmm. That won't end well. By the way, uh, practice windows open on Mark Andrews. Oh, nice. So he could be back next week. More likely it'd be the week after that, but mm-hmm. that merited being mentioned. I'm taking Cleveland. I'm taking Cleveland, and I'm aggressively on the under. You said the number was too low. I think the the, the line number, the spread number, is spot on. Mm-hmm. It's the total that I'm looking at going, but for how did you get there? How did you get to 44 and a half? Because that seems like a whole mess of points. Mm-hmm. Is it really though? I think it's a whole mess. Does it? I mean, would it shock you to see like a twenty-seven, twenty-four game out of this? Really? It kind of would, yeah. I mean, it sound it's when you say it that way, it sounds like a lot of points. Just remember for Houston, but just remember last year I took the under in in thirteen playoff games. I took the under like eleven times. Mm-hmm. I was only wrong twice, right? I lean on defense in the playoffs, you know, I think, and I'm I'm going Cleveland. Yeah, um, I want to be different, but I'm not going to do it just for the sake of being different. <laughs> Stephen Tao still on that overrated Browns defense. They're not overrated. Overrated Browns defense. Ah. They're not historic. I, mean, like I guess we maybe the it one time. It, it, uh, may, may, maybe the stats aren't 
I don't know. Is, is, not, that, is that like a yardage number thing? Or? That's where we got, is that Cleveland was on pace to be this historic defense. They didn't end up being that. Gotcha. They're still a phenomenal defensive team. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure the most interesting matchup of this entire game is not Laramie Tunsil and Miles Garrett. Because Miles Garrett starts getting to CJ Stroud, first of all, I've already read that book. It was the New York Jet game. Go back and watch that because they got home over and over and over and over and over and over again. And they beat them, what, 30 to 3 or some still the most shocking result of the NFL season. Right. But in that Cleveland defense, still the best defense in the league by 20 yards a game. So it's pretty good. All right, and uh, your favorite prop bet? I haven't looked at the number yet, and I don't care. Over 74.5 receiving yards for Amari Cooper. I wouldn't have cared if it was 105. I'll take it at anything you want. Yep. Uh, mine, the one that I like the most is the uh, anytime touchdown scorer. As a matter of fact, you know what? I'm going to go a step higher. Uh, I'll go a 120 plus the alternate receiving line. I'll take the plus 475 on that. Um, anytime touchdown scorer for Dalton Schultz. That's a good one. No Grant Delpit. Uh, it was between him and David and Joku, and I just kind of flipped a coin there because <laughs> I feel like somebody's going to score for for the Houston Texans. I, I do too. I think this game probably ends up being first one to seventeen wins. Mm-hmm. That's my that that would be my big takeaway going into the because I feel like if Houston starts quick and I can really kind of mitigate Jerome Ford and, and the running game and really put this in the hands of Flacco, then it's advantage Houston. Mm-hmm. Conversely, if if let's say at the end of the first quarter Houston's down ten nothing, I'm not gonna say the game's over, but it's close. It's close. Well, it's close. It's close because of the defense. The offense is still capable of putting up the points, but I, I'll feel if that is the case, I'll feel the same way about this game that I felt about the national championship. Yes, I expected Michigan to win. Yes, I expected Michigan to keep on pouring on. They did not, but even though it was a 10-point game, I felt at any moment that game could flip, and I'll feel the same way about this one if that's the way it goes. At any, any point, as long as Cleveland's not scoring, I'm going to like Houston's chances of coming back and at least either that's making a, this a game or coming back and winning on the last play. That's a good comparison, and this game could look strikingly like that. You're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM. And 1400 will continue with wildcard weekend previews next. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. And did I mention that Clarissa Sells WNC loves teachers? We love teachers so much, we're giving back 25% of our commission at closing. For more information, contact us today at 828 774 6343 or WNC at gmail.com. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Tech. 
such. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. On the weird scale, there's Vegas... There's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. It is ESPN Asheville coming to you live from the Ingalls studio. We always want to keep you up to date on the latest and, uh, you know, most pressing concerns in our society. That's why when there are, you know, when there are big things going on in the community like uh you know murder hornets and uh this is gonna be a stupid story i can feel it i feel it my giblets (laughs) i can Uh, feel it in my sub cockles this is gonna be a stupid story uh all the things that frighten jeremy we can now add to it herpes monkeys herpes monkeys are apparently a big concern now down in florida florida has released uh, a list of their new uh, most invasive species that are danger to uh, Florida wildlife, and apparently monkeys have now become a a thing in Florida. Like, they're not native of Florida. Monkeys aren't just... But but this is like the python thing, right? Like, they have all these pythons, and they'll pay you to catch them now. Well, somebody had a bunch of uh, macaque monkeys, and they let them loose in the wild. And now they have gone to the forest and just started breeding. Well, now there's there's also a cousin to the more popular macaque that is becoming a problem. And this is now identified as the crab-eating macaque. And the crab-eating macaque is he's, he's especially dangerous to humans. Because he carries herpes. And just in case you're in Florida and you run across a macaque, it might have herpes. You never know. Are you done? <laughs> I, I. This I, is I, terrifying I, to me because I didn't know monkeys were in the wild. Uh, Kelvin Joyner said, uh, who is from Florida, by the way, said, You sweet summer child. They've been a problem for a while now. Really? Uh, apparently. I didn't know that either. I also don't uh, uh, look. I think we've all figured out. Jeremy knows three things: jokes, mm-hmm. sports, mm-hmm. and stupidity, mm-hmm. and boozes. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Did not know that was a thing. Uh, my story comes from uh, a friend that has been featured in this segment many times. It's the adult webcam company Cam Soda. They're back at it. They've offered another contract, five years. $10 million. Who is the weirdest person that I could possibly say here? Where is this again? It's that webcam website that offers people anytime they get fired or they get into the news. It's the same one that offered the girl who accidentally showed her bazumba yeah. at uh, the the Sugar Bowl. Okay. Offered her a bunch of money yeah, to come yeah, do it. Yeah. Well, so, they've offered another one. This one's five years, $10 million. Male or female? Male. Tommy DeVito. Weirder. Jake Browning. Weirder. You're way too young. <laughs> I'm way too young. 
Oh, God. Um, it's a person with a lot more time on their hands than they had 72 hours ago. Please don't tell me it's Bill Belichick. It is Bill Belichick. Oh, my God. It is Bill no. Belichick. No. Uh, Darren Parker said, so given your newfound freedom, I'd, for- I'd like to formally sign you to become a cam soda model. I'd like to negotiate a five-year, $10 million contract with you that would have you performing weekly shows on the site, clothing optional, of course. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was Jeremy almost vomited on, on air. To top it off, if and when you accept the offer, we'll cha- cam soda will change its logo to a goat out of respect, obviously, to let people know. The greatest of all time is performing on the greatest adult webcam site of all time. So, in this segment, We're, we have uh, discussed herpes, macaque, <laughs> and Bill Belichick doing goat videos on an adult webcam website. And none of it was illegal! No. Boom! None of it. Ugh. <laughs> Bill Belichick shows shows up with nothing but that cutoff sweatshirt uh-huh. on. Uh, we're uh, we're on to party time. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if we ever end up on XM, the tenor of this show is going to change so vehemently. Uh, we're all with Chris Oder when he says, "Dear God, please, please no, no, no." no! No one needs that. Where does this site keep getting all this money? Like, how it doesn't. Are you it this? has the same money, and nobody takes it. It's got it's got the same fictitious pool of monopoly money that I don't even think it could pay if it tried. I want somebody to take him up on it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Not Bill Belichick. <laughs> Kelvin Jordan said, "I don't care if it's legal. I'm calling the police." Actually, let immediately. It, actually, let it be Bill Belichick because there's no chance that I'm going to watch it anyway. <laughs> So, <laughs> Jeremy will just just because he has to see. It. I in you're, my head, you're such a weird freak. You would in my head. I swear to God, I have Bill Belichick and Buffalo Bill becoming the same person. <laughs> oh, wait. she's a great big fan mm, person. It puts the lotion <laughs> on in the basket. There's another line that we can't say, but you know, and we know that you know. <laughs> so you just say that to yourself in that voice. Would. <laughs> <laughs> would you <ya? laughs> uh, it is the sports obviously. oh they let us have a show on terrestrial radio yes, and i do. guarantee you the programmers of this station they sit back there in a steady pool of die rivers about <laughs> once a day like, where's this headed uh no they don't no they don't they sit back because they <laughs> anytime we say anything you know what they do they go oh no your name's on the door remember oh yeah oh yeah we <laughs> That's you, all you. As long as you don't do those seven things George Carlin told you not to do. Yes. We're it's on you. Always protect the license. You're in the sportsocracy. It's ESPN Asheville continuing with the uh wild card weekend game previews. Let's go with the Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. This game's already been brought up twice, maybe three times by Jeremy in this studio, and he's assured me that I'm missing something about the relevance of this game. Because I thought this was the easiest one aside from Buffalo-Pittsburgh. So why is it so easy? Because Green Bay's not good. But what if they are? Okay. They'll, they'll magically be good? They'll magically be able to find a way to beat a good defense? Okay. So let, th- there's only two realms of possibility here. All right? And I'm willing to admit one of them that I've never been willing to admit before. Okay. Either we're right. 
and Green Bay is not good. The Jordan Love thing is smoke and mirrors, and you're going to be unveiled by the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Or Jordan Love is going to come in with that big Phoenix energy mm-hmm. and uh, show us all that that uh, we were wrong. Mm-hmm. Because Green Bay Packer fans, I we've done this a long time. I've perturbed a lot of people over the years. I have never had any fan base come at me with the vitriol and the amount of you're stupid that Green Bay Packer fans have. I've watched it, and I'll go ahead and tell you, I don't see it. But what if it is? What if it is that Jordan Love comes in here and picks on Deron Bland, who has been really boomy busty? What if Stefan Gilmore struggles to stay with Jaden Reed or Christian Watson because he's not as good as he once was. Mm -hmm. What if the pass rush doesn't get home as often as we think it's going to? The NFC has been maddeningly inconsistent all year. I'll go ahead and tell you, I'm taking Dallas to win this game. But the more I look at that number, the easier it's becoming for me to go, I'm going to take Green Bay. I'm going to take Green Bay plus that, uh, Plus that seven. Really? I am. I'm going to take Green Bay plus the seven. Okay. I'm going to take Green Bay plus the seven. I'm going to go over 50 and a half. Because I'm not sure either one of these defenses are great. Dallas has great players. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it's a great defense. Mm-hmm. 50 and a half feels like a lot to me. It is a lot. I'm going under the 50. Uh, it's and also a half. in a dome and it has nothing to do with weather. Because that's 27 24. 2720, which was the number you said earlier. Yes. 2724, I'm covered. Mm-hmm. And I could easily see it going that way. Mm-hmm. There's a chance. There's a chance that it could be that. But Handicapping. I feel like there's as likely of a chance. What percentage chance is this a blowout versus really close down to the wire? I would say it's 60 40. 60 40, and I'm on the blowout side. I will say there's about a 20% chance it's an absolute blowout. Mm-hmm. I'll go a little higher. 30, I'll go 35% that it's an absolute Dallas Cowboy blowout. Yes. And I will say there's about a 35% chance this game's really, really close. And the other outcomes just don't matter because mm-hmm. there's so damn many of them. I don't think that I don't think Green Bay's good. No. Just I'm, I'm covering my bases there. I don't want anybody to get this twisted. I don't think Green Bay's a good team, and I think you're going to see that side of Jordan Love that I've been talking about. Because if there is anybody that could bring it out, it's Dan Quinn. Mm -hmm. But I've doubted this kid all year, and it seems like every time I doubt him, he comes out and goes, hey, look at this. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I lighten up on him, that's when he throws out the grumper, which means he probably will be terrible. Yep. Uh, Big emotional game, obviously. Dallas is at home. I this is one of those where I, I I believe Green Bay's got the better coach, but I got the other two. Right, I got I I got the other two. I got the better quarterback, and I'm at home. I don't know that there's that much of a difference between the coaches. I, I think they're I very think they're similar. Real, they're real close. <laughs> they're real close to each other, and their histories would tell you the same. Right, they were both in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. No, Matt Lafleur did not win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, but it was pretty much the the outside of that one Super Bowl run in 2010. It's been pretty much the same story, right? You go pretty far, and then couldn't make it. Right, couldn't get the job done. Couldn't make it to the Super Bowl. 
and I don't I don't think he's I don't think he's a good enough coach to lead Jordan Love to a win in the playoffs. And Dallas has everything hanging in the balance here. And maybe is is that the thought that Dallas That's one is of my just biggest fears. Their faces? That is one of my biggest fears is that Dallas this game means so much to Dallas. Green Bay is the youngest team that's ever made it into the playoffs. They can play completely free, completely loose. They can throw everything but the kitchen sink at you. And I go back to what I said earlier. The NFC has been so maddeningly inconsistent. Every time you think you know something, it doesn't go the way that you think it will. Mm -hmm. And it is hard for me to find a path for some of these games to not go the way I think they will. I don't see a path Pittsburgh beats Buffalo. I don't see a path Miami beats Kansas City. The other four... I'll I be could be convinced of anything. I'll be shocked if this game's not thirty to twelve. I, I think won't it goes be shocked if it is. I won't be shocked if it won't if it's yeah. not even. Yeah. This has no, the it widest. Could have, it could be a close game, but I'll take Dallas minus the seven. I'll go under the fifty and a half. You go over the fifty and a half. Correct. Uh, what is the prop bet that you're placing on this? There are a lot of choices in this one. And I don't feel like you're going to go wrong with too many that shoot over. So I'm going to look to the passing. Pro- I'll go over 248 and a half yards for Jordan Love. Okay. I think even if he's bad, he eclipses that. Okay. Um, you don't normally do one of these. I'm going to take a first time, first touchdown scorer wager. On the Dontavian Wicks, because I can see this. I, I can see this as a path for the game. Green Bay's going to get out to an early lead, and then it's going to start the snowball, or what we think will this is the snowball will begin, um, and then Dallas comes back to win it. But I'll go. I'll go Dontavian Wicks first touchdown scorer in the game. I love that kid coming out. I love him even more now. And it'll be plus twenty two hundred. So. If you wanted to drop something on that, you could, and it wouldn't be all that bad. You're in the Sportsocracy, ZSPN Asheville. Did you know that Ingles sells more organics than any other store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Did you know that they have more local craft beer than any place else? Or that they have energy smart stores? Or that they professionally slice and package imported cheese from Europe? Did you know about their giant international aisle, local farm partnerships, curbside pickup, wine department? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com member fdic we're back counting down to kickoff let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with beast unleashed presented by monster brewing number one beat the heat unleash the beast with bold familiar flavors zero caffeine and zero sugar number two running the option there's four to choose from white haze each perfect scary berries and my personal favorite mean green and number three at six percent abv max protect always
always drink responsibly, and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. We are back in the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville, Beer City's best sports talk. And we're going over all of the uh, all of the games for wildcard weekend. We only got one more to break down. If you missed any of the show, ever miss any of the show, you can always go back on the uh, podcast on the iHeartRadio app and check that out and take us with you everywhere you go, live or on demand. The Daily Draft coming up at the uh, top of the hour. Uh, instead of deciding which of the six games we're going to go to, uh, because frankly, it's uh, none of them, uh, and, and 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 we're not going to opine as to which NBA games we might theoretically not spend money on. Uh, if so, you gave me one hundred U.S. dollars and two courtside tickets to any NBA game over the weekend, I would laugh at you and walk away. Yes. So we're going to do our DraftKings teams for the daily draft. So that'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> we got news in the Bills-Steelers game. No Gabe Davis, no Taylor Rapp. Not I mean, ideal, but it's great I, I'll be honest with you. The, the biggest news when it comes to, to, to the Buffalo game mm-hmm. is the weather. The, this was just retweeted by Ian Rappaport. Heavy lake effect snow bands with gusty winds will occur east of Lake Erie and Lake Ontario Saturday through Sunday night. Snow bands will oscillate north to south, impacting the Buffalo and Watertown metros. Travel will be difficult to near impossible within snow bands. You asked earlier what kind of snow we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Right now, the Buffalo airport, which is not exactly where Buffalo Stadium is, but it's close enough. What do you think the, the percentage chance of over 12 inches of snow is? Oh, I'm going to guess 2%. 96 percent oh this ain't just gonna be so a snow this is game. digging this, this ain't just gonna be a snow game right this is gonna be a holy jeebers nobody can get to the stadium kind of game oh god is this gonna be another one of those do we postpone the game things god, didn't I we do not. this in buffalo a couple of years ago didn't they have this the I, in buffalo I that they had not. to move a game somewhere yeah they moved it to minnesota yeah or detroit detroit they moved it to detroit that's right because i remember yeah. And this game's one o'clock on Sunday. Went. Yeah. So it, th- this is the early game on Sunday. Yep. And it's, 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 it's going to be a Sipukas. Mm-hmm. Still don't like it for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was about to say, even knowing that, does it change anything for Pittsburgh? I mean, it changes my, I, I mean, it changes my mind a little bit on the, it makes me a little more iffy, I guess I should say, on the 10 point or nine and a half point point spread, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I still feel like there's very little mean. chance that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win this game. It doesn't mean. The house took Buffalo minus 9.5, uh, 78%. And we had a barn burner in the other, which was Texans-Browns. They took the Texans by the narrowest margin. Okay. And Kansas City by quite a bit. Yes. Kansas City over the Miami Dolphins. That one's going to be cold. We're going to have the snow game. Up in Buffalo. This is what playoff football is all about. Wouldn't know. I hadn't seen it in 13 years. So. Oh, shoot. shoot. I'm sorry. Hopefully. It's okay. I'd rather be in my position than in yours. <laughs> I was going to say, hopefully, 
say it, next year will be our year. Uh, no, I never say that <laughs> because I don't ever believe that. Sometimes I say it in jest, but I don't ever believe it. Right. I did enjoy that Aaron Rodgers' uh, suspension from the Pat McAfee show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that lasted a day. Was he on today? He was on it yesterday. Oh, he was on it yesterday. Yeah. Nice. And I, because you were telling me, oh, the bosses at ESPN told him to. He, if, if they did, he double birded them because he came in to talk about Belichick retiring. Right. And Pat was smirking the I entire he would do time. That. If you were planning on having him on anyway, or if there was a possibility that you'd have him on anyway, why would you have put yourself out there with that weird statement? For exactly the same reason, because you made the statement uh, like you were being held hostage uh, on some pre-recorded feed that required a ransom ticket. And then you bring in Aaron Rodgers and don't even mention it, but you smirk the entire time. That's your way of saying, hey, you know what the business is. It's maddeningly inconsistent. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville coming up after the break. Like I said, we will have the daily draft for you. We still have our preview of the Detroit LA game. Detroit with their first playoff game at Ford Field. Matthew Stafford comes back. There's all the intrigue there, and that has been the one, I would say, prime upset pick of the week has been the Los Angeles Rams over the Detroit Lions. I've heard that one more than I've heard any other one. Well, I mean, and it makes plenty of sense. I mean, because if you have a child that was born the day of the last Detroit Lions home playoff game, it's time for them to get their prostate checked. Which to me only tells me they're due. Oh, they're due. You're due. Love that. Uh, D. Price said he will be at that Detroit game. Let's nice. Go. Nice. It's commitment. I like it. That's right. Uh, but we'll break that game down at the bottom of the next hour. Mm-hmm. But uh, Coming up, what players do you really want to lean on and what players would we lean on over the playoff weekend? Yep. I've got a couple that I feel really good about. And we'll also announce how you could make this a profitable weekend for yourself playing a little fantasy with us. That's right. Uh, DFS picks coming up in the Daily Draft next here on ESPN Asheville. Coming at you from the Ingalls studio. This is your Exergen Temporal Scanner weather forecast on ESPN Asheville. This storm certainly not going to be as widespread in terms of heavy rainfall and strong winds as the last one, but still a wind advisory this afternoon through tomorrow morning. Winds could still gust 40-plus. And the showers scattered around, maybe even a thunderstorm later this afternoon through this evening. Strong storms not out of the question, but the better dynamics east and south. And then overnight will drop to about 28 degrees with a gusty breeze. So Saturday will be brisk. Sunshine, windy at times 42, sunny Sunday 43. And by Monday night, some rain and snow showers are possible. From the Weather Channel, meteorologist Ray Stajic. Denise has been playing jazz for 40 years. Last concert, one of the musicians fell sick with RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV, is a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems. This time, she's choosing to help protect herself with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo. Abrisvo is a vaccine for the prevention of lower respiratory tract disease caused by respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, in adults 60 years of age and older. Abrisvo is not for everyone and may not protect all who receive the vaccine. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had a severe allergic reaction to its 
its ingredients. People with a weakened immune system may have a decreased response to a Brisvo. The most common side effects are tiredness, headache, pain at the injection site, and muscle pain. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine or Brisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. From the Ingalls Studios, this is ESPN Asheville, WPEK, W225CJ Fairview, WMXF Waynesville, and iHeart Radio Station. Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Check. That's check. Enter it now. Log on now to ESPNAVL.com. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls studio. And we are back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. This is 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400 on the terrestrial side. Of course, you can stream us everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. You see us live on YouTube, go to thesportocracy.com. Click the live video link in the middle of the page. Subscribe to the channel once you're through to YouTube, and that gets you into the chat with us each and every episode of the program here also gets you those uh live alerts when new content goes out jeremy's uh, got a lot of draft draft content coming out over the coming weeks draft mystery old draft mystery how lovely are thy prospects <laughs> uh next the- week we'll really start in earnest with the primer for the senior bowl all the other bowl games which i am not attending all of although i did find it funny when i cleared a media credential for the senior bowl i got one to the other two like no i'm I'm not flying to all three of these mainly because there's one game that i think i think if i had volunteered to go they would let me have run 10 plays mm. uh, you still got hands big boy <laughs> you try it out here tight in see if you get it leaked that way got that sweet moolah daily draft Always at the third hour of the program here on a football Friday. And uh, it's usually where where are we going to go? Well, there's only six games in the NFL to go to. So that already didn't fit our our little, our little narrative here. Um, but then Jeremy decided, you know what we should do? We should do fantasy teams. Daily fantasy teams for the entire weekend. So that's what we're going to do. Now... Jeremy, do you want to uh, explain how you want to do this? Are we just going player for player? Or do you want to go position by position? Or uh, no, so we'll draft them in the order of priority. You'll get the first pick because you always get first pick in things that are fantasy. Because let's face it, you're not real good at it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. You got to have one quarterback. You got to have two running backs, two wide receivers, and a flex. That flex can be a tight end. That flex can be a receiver. It can be a running back. 
Those are your six players to build the core of. These are the most important fantasy players of the weekend, the guys that are going to score a lot. I have two that would be my number one pick, and I'm hoping you don't take either one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. First selection, I will. Uh, I'll take C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb is a formidable choice. The only thing that would scare me a little bit is how boomer bust Jair Alexander has been. Mm-hmm. Now, CD has been unbelievable. Hasn't had a if I and quote me correct me if I'm wrong on this. I don't think he's had a single digit fantasy point output game all year long. I believe that is, correct. and he has been absolutely killing people. Mm-hmm. That Green Bay defense is very susceptible because it's just not very good. Uh, he had an eight point nine apparently in the san francisco game when they got killed 42 and he didn't play in the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. so that's why i didn't have that one on the list yep in a game that he played all of he has not had a game like that all year yes i think cd lamb's a great choice Mm -hmm. we're not doing salaries here so I, i definitely understand why you did that personally i don't How do I say this delicately? I don't want to spend the money if I'm playing in DraftKings. And I'm so That's the only game that I think shoots out, so I want pieces of it. Mm-hmm. And there's another piece that I will take later on that I really like. But I understand why he took CD Lane. Okay. He was not my number one okay. selection. Who is your number one? Well, you, you look at the, the, the value and you look at who's really going to go Nanners. I feel like I've got to have a chief. The question is, which chief do I want? If we had a tight end spot, it would be Travis Kelsey, but I don't have to take a tight end. Mm -hmm. That's the number one on the slate. It's not even close. I think he is going to obliterate the Miami Dolphins. So we're not doing a tight end? No. It's a flex. You can take a tight end if you want to, but you don't have to. Okay. And I don't want to. Okay. So I'm going Isaiah Pacheco. That's my favorite player of the week Mm -hmm. because I really don't trust any of the receivers outside of Kelsey. I like Rishi Rice, and if you took him, I wouldn't blame you. There are just other places that I want to go at wide receiver. And I look at the running backs. Is there another running back you even feel good about this week? Because you're going to have both Miami guys back. Right. So I don't know that they don't just pilfer each other. Yeah. I, I got another one. I don't know if I should say it. I, you you shouldn't pick. say it uh, because I have, <laughs> I have two yeah, that I, I could deal with, but I don't feel great about it. I don't know. I don't know if I would categorize it at great, but yeah, there's there's one or two running backs. Isaiah Pacheco is the one that I know definitively is going to get a lot of work. That mm-hmm. game's going to be super cold, mm-hmm. and I don't really buy Miami. That defense is so much different right now than what it's been over the course of the year. You've lost practically everything in the linebacker core. Well, who's going to really – who's going to benefit from that? There's only two. It's Travis Kelsey or it's Isaiah Pacheco. And, frankly, I don't think they were ever putting a linebacker on Kelsey in the first place. Right. So, that's – if I'm Andy Reid and I'm working through all these things in my little laboratory uh, waiting for my delivery order from the Denny's, I'm really scheming a lot for Isaiah Pacheco. Mm-hmm. 
My next one is my favorite receiver on this slate, and it's not even close because I don't have to worry about weather. I've already seen him kill the team that we're that we're getting ready to talk about, and I just think he's super safe. It's Amari Cooper. I like Joe Flacco a lot in this set because there's so few teams that are bad defensively. And I'm to the point that I think Houston is very boomer bust and they're very young. I don't like the secondary all that much. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they have an answer. Because how what I think people are going to do is psych themselves into, I'm not playing Amari Cooper because he already killed them once, and I'm going to make somebody else beat me. I understand the thought. I don't think they have anybody that can hold up to that. All right, let's say I put a safety over the top. It doesn't change anything to those outbreakers that he was killing you with in the first game. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to play zone. All he's going to do is sit down in the zone. It's not like this is a young quarterback that's going to get manipulated by zone coverage. I think the floor for Amari Cooper is 95 yards and a touchdown. And if I can get somebody that I feel that good about with two games that have horrific weather conditions, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to lean into it. I understand everything the only thing i don't understand is what positions are we taking here like how many slots said this quarterback two running backs two receivers and a flex two receivers and a flex okay so i have a running back and a wide receiver Mm -hmm. and i'm not going to tell you what to do but i really really recommend i'm not taking a quarterback too late (laughs) (laughs) there's about four of them that i can get by with uh well there's there's one more player that i have to have because I think he's going to have a big game. There's a chance it could go another way, and I think this is going to be a game that there's a lot of points going to be scored. It's Pukunakua. Because I think there's a lot of points going to be scored, and that Detroit defense has been murdered by wide receivers. It has. And so you're telling me I got Matthew Stafford coming back to Detroit in, in the Dome, I get there's Cooper Cup there, but I've been doing this every week, it feels like, with, I, you know what, I'm just staying on Puka Nakua, and I'm going to be right half the time. You've been right a lot, because he's been phenomenal. The only thing that I would that I would say to that, I understand why you did it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that they don't pilfer each other. and I do like Nakua better than, than Cup. Because Cup's going to draw Brian Branch and whatever comes out of the slot. And that's been what they've been the best at. Mm -hmm. So Nakua is the right call. That's not the piece of that team I want, but I'll get to that momentarily. All right. And then... I'm torn again. But I think I'm going to go with... Uh, I hate going the same game again, but I'm I'm gonna stick in the same game and I'm going Kyron Williams. He has been so no! good. He has been so good lately. That's the one I wanted. Did I think I gotta I I gotta have a piece of that? That's the one I wanted. Yeah, because here's the thing. Okay, so Pua has uh, eight catches for uh, 120 yards. He could not score a touchdown, and both of those uh, touchdowns end up going Kyron Williams' way. 
and <laughs> and you really don't see much of any other running back that comes out of that backfield. Yeah, no. It's the Kyrie Williams. It's 100% of the work. Yes. 100% of the time. 100% of the goal line, especially. Yes. I, I, I don't fault you for anything you just did, I, except for the fact you did take two Rams. And I, I think that kind of mitigates your kind of mitigates your ceiling and also pretty much guarantees who your quarterback should be mm -hmm. which is a good thing because that wasn't the one i wanted <laughs> now this is where it gets harder because where am i finding the value who is the guy that i think is going to absolutely break a slate and not be as heavily owned so i'm gonna walk you through this and see if you can get to my pick for me mm-hmm Highest game, highest scoring game on the slate, according to Vegas, is what? It's mm. Dallas Green Bay. Okay. By a lot. Okay. Where have you been able to attack the Dallas Cowboys? Passing game. But where? Slot? Slot. Okay. Who plays out of the slot for the Green Bay Packers? that romeo that would be Jaden reed Jaden who reed. is also okay. the best receiver on this team okay you said earlier that your prop for that game was you were taking wicks. packers first team to score yes i understand wicks the only problem that i have that i would have with wicks is that if christian watson is back and romeo dubs is is still here and yes i know i say his name wrong i don't care all right i've called him romeo dubs for five years it's just that's his name to me you want me to call you Romeo Dobbs? Take out the damn you. Dontavian Wicks is going to come in as the four, mm -hmm. and he's on the outside. Mm -hmm. And the outside's just not – unless he's on Jerron Bland and he could beat him over the top and he's so much bigger, that's the only way I really see that happening. What I would say is the more likely is Green Bay has something scripted up very early to get Jordan Lewis locked in on Jaden Reed. I'm going to run a play fake or I'm going to run some kind of boot action – and I'm going to get Reed one-on-one going right at your over-the-top safety. I'm going to split the safeties, and he's dancing in the end zone. That's my two favorite receivers of the week. Okay. If we're talking about from a DraftKings perspective where the money actually matters. Cooper and Reed. Those are my two favorites, and it's not close. They will be in every lineup I play without fail. I don't think I will have one without them unless I play one just to mitigate my risk. And speaking of that. You can play with us, too, and the link will be on our Facebook and on the website this evening. Awesome. So set your DFS lineup this weekend. Have some fun with us. Uh, it's it's that not just for fun. There might be a little, there might be a little element of you could uh, make, a little, make a little chatter on it as well. Uh, is that, it's almost that time. Do we, do we need to take another break before you make your next pick? Or? Well, I mean, we could. You know, it's feels like it's probably that time all right we will uh take a quick break and then when we come back the daily draft will continue it's uh the uh our best favorite dfs picks for the weekend here on espn Asheville. renewal by anderson's here kickstart the new year with this incredible deal buy one window or door and get the second for 40 percent off act now to schedule your free no obligation in-home consultation with my team at freewindowassessment.com that's freewindowassessment.com 
Contact Tax Relief Helpers for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, and other hostile measures by the IRS. Call Tax Relief Helpers right now at 800-374-2103. Tax Relief Helpers will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-374-2103 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other aggressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-374-2103. 800-374-2103. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. The free iHeartRadio app has over 100 commercial-free stations waiting for you to explore right now. Like Alternative Rewind, where all rock begins. R.E.M., The Cure, Depeche Mode, Pretenders, Talking Heads, and more. Just open the free iHeartRadio app, search Alternative Rewind, and listen now. Try something new for 2024 iHeartRadio, free never sounded so good. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. Download our free app on Google Play or the App Store. Type in Asheville Home Search. You'll be able to connect with our team and see all the available homes for sale in our area. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, eh, Kyle? We are back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, kicking off the NFL playoff coverage for you today. Uh, we got one more game to preview coming up at the end of the hour, toward the end of the hour, after the uh, after the bottom of the hour. Uh, we'll do the Detroit-LA game, break that down, the big return of Matthew Stafford to Ford Field. Um, 
we're in the midst of the daily draft, and instead of picking where we're going to go today, we're we're doing our DFS picks for the day because not enough games to choose from, uh, and nobody wants to sign up to go sit in negative three degrees. I'm a house cat. And I sit in seventy two degrees in Kansas City with a nice fireplace. Yes, just roaring. Yes, that's that's exactly where I want to be, sitting there staring at my fire while I'm watching on television. A whole bunch of dudes just freeze their keisters off. With a cold, frosty, domestic light. Indeed. Uh, let's see. You, you're up next. So far, we've each got two wide receivers and a running back. I have Kyron Williams as my uh, first running back here. And then I went CeeDee Lamb with the first <laughs> overall pick. Puka Nakua was my second pick. You started with isaiah pacheco is your favorite player of the week for your running back and then your two wide receivers cooper cup or not cooper cup sorry amari cooper i just wrote down cooper uh amari cooper and Jaden reed from the green bay packers so where are you going now you going flex running back or quarterback well you threw me a a curveball with taking kyron williams because i didn't think you were going to do it so I have to do something else there, and there's really only two more playable running backs. Mm. I'm going Devon Achan. Okay. I think there's a great possibility that Raheem Mostert doesn't play. Yep. Because he, he is still questionable. They think he will be back. But if he doesn't, then I would argue Achan becomes almost a you have to. Mm-hmm. And so I'll take the risk because you took the, the, you took my second high upside, high ceiling in Kyron Williams, and I think Devon Achan has a pretty safe ceiling. I agree. Because you're going to have to get cute against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Even though the receiving core has not been great, you're still going to have to score points. It's going to be cold. I'm not sure exactly what you're going to get out of Tua Tungvaloa because I've just never seen him play in cold that often, and when he has, he has been terrible. I had I had two more running backs in mind. One of them was Devin Achan. The other one is my next pick. Jerome Ford. Nope. I wasn't him. It's James Cook. Cause I, I don't I don't hate it. I just think he's so mitigated based on how much it's going to snow. I mean, if you're telling me it's gonna snow at the rate they're talking about, the fact he's so fast really gets mitigated. He wasn't even on my board. Mm-hmm. I'll be really honest. Really? With you. Nope. There was snow only there's only one it. member of the Buffalo Bills on my board. Was it Lenny? No. Stefan. We'll talk about who it is in a minute. Oh, okay. If you don't oh, take you him. still got some picks left. I do. You still I do. Um, well, I'm not going to take him. I'll let him uh, come back to you because this is, this is, this has gone on long enough and I can't, I can't not do it. Travis Kelsey's not been taken yet and I got to take him. Like if anybody's going to score for that team, okay, Isaiah Pacheco, I'll give you that one. If anybody's scoring in the passing game, I'm going to probably bet that it's going to be Travis Kelsey and I'm, I'm just saying, like I said earlier in the show, it's playoff time. It's winning time, right? The the, the stars are going to be ready to go. Patrick Mahomes will be locked in. Travis Kelsey will be locked in. I know it's going to be terribly cold, but that's how I would kill you. Uh, Mike Baker has said in the YouTube comments, Jalen Ramsey is going to be on Kelsey. That's why Rishi Rice is going to have a big game. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with anything he just said. You think – I think it's going to be some combination of Jalen Ramsey and Javon Holland. You think Jalen Ramsey can take care of Kelsey? And uh, I guess enough. Is I that do. What okay. I do. That's the reason I hadn't taken him yet. Yeah. I don't think they have an answer to Pacheco. 
I also think you're going to see more Javon Holland than you think. Not 25% of the time, but it's just a different look, and that would put Jalen Ramsey on Rishi Rice, which is why I haven't taken him. Mm -hmm. He could be outrageous. They also could kind of filter coverage to Rishi Rice because they're not scared of anybody else. Yep. Marquez Valdez-Scantling can't catch when it's 75 degrees and sunny. What do you think he's going to do when it's two? And I just, I don't believe in any of the, in, in in any of the others. Right. So we've gotten to this point. You've left me a player that I don't fully understand, and it's a guy that I just so happen to have a real big fondness for. Mm-hmm. His name is Amon Ross St. Brown. I genuinely thought about taking him at one. Really. And I didn't, and I thought, you know, there's more receivers. I can do whatever I need to. I can hold off. And then you didn't take him. And then I didn't take him, yeah. And I don't understand that really at all. If you told me somebody had 200 yards this week and three touchdowns, I'd bet my house it was Amon Ra. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to deal with him. Danny Fence fan said, no love for Jameer Gibbs. I would accept their insistence on continuing to play David Montgomery, except when I play him. So I'm doing that for the rest of you to make David Montgomery the bum that he is this week so the rest of you can enjoy Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, because he's a giver. I am a giver. Mm-hmm. It's usually the same thing that that macaque monkey – sorry. It's a joke. It's yep. a joke. Yep. Okay? Yep. Amonor's a no-doubter. He's going to get his, right? And this – Can I ask I you believe a question? this is going to be a high-scoring game and – can I ask you a question? I took I'm, the just, side. I, I'm really curious of your answer on this because this has been this has been bandied about on social media over the last few days. And I I don't know that I have an answer, but I think I have my answer. Okay. If you had to start an NFL franchise with any one receiver right now, who would it be? Anyone. It's not going to be a Monroe. I know Mine that, probably I, is. I know that's where you're you're gearing toward. I would probably go Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase over him. Mine is probably Amonra St. Brown because he doesn't play on the outside. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure any idiot can get it to Amonra St. Brown. He's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, him and Jefferson to me, I, I get it. They're the two best outside receivers in the league. You also see how easy they are to mitigate when they don't have a quarterback. Unless they're playing this Detroit Lion team, in which case nobody's easy to mitigate. Right. But that's been a, a topic of discussion. Okay. It was basically those three in CD Lamb. Yeah. And I don't think there's a wrong answer in it. Yeah. No, I'm on I'm on Justin Jefferson for sure, number one. Monroe ain't far back. I've been on a Monroe his entire career in this league, and well, we ain't changing now. All right, so a Monroe St. Brown. That would be my flex. What's your flex? I feel good about my receiver. I feel good. I feel real good about where I'm sitting right now. All right, so you got a quarterback to go. And that's how it should have gone. Our last two picks should have been quarterbacks because there's five mm-hmm. that you could feel good about playing here. Mm-hmm. Basically, so long as you don't pick a Pittsburgh Steeler, I think you did it okay. <laughs> right. I'm going Josh Allen. Okay, good for you. In a snow game like this, I'm going to lean on the one that if we get to the three-yard line, I have a pretty damn good idea of where that ball's going to go. And it ain't going to be in the air. Mm-hmm. It's going to be big boy charging right at you. 
And I have a weird feeling that the snow is going to make him lower owned than people think. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing here between Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford. This, this is where I always get to where I have a wide receiver from each game that I like quarterback in. And then I go, I don't know. Which one should I do? I mean, I guess I'll go Matt Stafford since I have two of his players. There's a chance he could have a dump off to Kyron Williams for a touchdown, and that would get me even more points. But I think they could end up with similar similar stat lines at the end of the day. So I don't feel like there's really a bad way to go, whether you want to pair up Dak Prescott with CeeDee Lamb. Which one did you take? I took Matt. That's it. That's where you should go. Yeah. Um. All right. So recap the teams, and then right. uh, we, we 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 got a big old bin. Oh, nice. All right. So the teams are as follows here. My team is Matthew Stafford at quarterback. I got Kyron Williams at running back, and James Cook. My wide receivers are C.D. Lamb, Puka Nakua, and I got Travis Kelsey in the flex. And then you went Josh Allen at quarterback, Jeremy. Isaiah Pacheco, Devin Achan as the running backs, Amari Cooper, Jaden Reed as the wide receivers, and then you got another wide receiver in your flex spot with Amandra St. Brown. And we want to take a break first? No. We, no. We no. Gotta, we this, go. All right, here yeah, we go. This is one of those times that we don't really uh, – this is a big enough story that we can't take a break first. Who's going to break the news? 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 Well, we got Gerard Mayo in New England this morning. Yep. And now one of the other biggest jobs on the market. We're on the cusp of getting a hire. Mm-hmm. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide. Okay. Are on the cusp of hiring Kalen DeBoer. Oh. Okay. I did not see that coming. Vegas has had, they've had a higher belief in him than I had for quite some time. Uh, basically since nick announced he's been in the top five of every ranking that you would see Mm -hmm. i want to hear how you feel about that and then i'll 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 give my opinion me i I mean i feel like it's still a little early i don't know much about Kalen DeBoer. Oh, he's been a head coach I mean, for I, almost 20 years. I mean, I know he's bounced around, right? And he had the, the, the run at Fresno State, wasn't it, that got him the Washington job. And then he just took them a step from a national championship. Well, he's been the offensive – he was the offensive coordinator at Southern Illinois, Eastern Michigan, Fresno State, and Indiana. He's been really good offensively everywhere he's gone. Mm-hmm. Started at Sioux Falls, which is division – that's NAIA, I think. Okay. Got the Fresno State job, bounced to Washington, and now we're here. Yeah. I mean, when he was at Fresno State, that's when I first heard his name. So that was... Oh, I'd heard his name three, for Three, years. four years ago. So, I mean, I really don't know a whole lot about the guy, but it's hard not to it's hard not to believe in a guy that was able to do what he did at Washington, right? He was able to, he was able to bring in a group of guys that could compete for a national championship, something I didn't think any Pac-12 team could do. Well, it's also in the Pac-12. Nobody's playing really high level defense. Uh, he was good. Look, he was good as the coordinator at Indiana. And he's, here's my qualm. He's done damn near all of this with Michael Penix Jr. So I, I don't know how he's going to recruit in the SEC. I will be 
really intrigued to hear how Alabama fans feel about this because I've had enough of them tell me Mike Norvell was below them mm-hmm. that I can't imagine Alabama's going to be jumping up and down about Kalen DeBoer. It wouldn't excite me. It's a it's a reasonably large buyout too. I think it's twelve and a half million. Ah, I could be wrong on chump that. Chump change for Alabama. Well, they were blinking at twenty million for Dan Lanning. So <laughs> right. I mean, I just I think I'd rather you've gone down the, that path though, because at least Dan at least Dan Lanning has some kind of foothold in the South, right? That's he came from thing. Alabama. He was at Georgia with Kirby. Like Dan, at least I know he's got some background this is a west coast in southern guy. football this is a west coast guy we've only really seen one guy like this get a job in the sec and it was brian harson and i don't know if you remember how that went but it was not great you can win games you can win games in the uh in the in the, in the pac 12 much easier than you can win games in the sec no doubt and I to me would you not have rather had Norvell? Would you not have no made doubt. the run at Norvell? No doubt. And when I when when Mike Norvell's name was mentioned to me about the Alabama job, I was even nonplussed about that. Of just like I don't I don't well, know. There that was this no right, right? There like, was no home run I higher guess, on the board. Yeah, really there wasn't. I mean there was gonna be a yeah but about anybody. Right. But I mean I I mean, I would have rather had Sarkeesian. I would have rather had Lane Kiffin, and you know how I feel about Kiffin. Yeah. Oh, we fought. We fought off the air earlier today about Lane Kiffin. Well, because 100% I would be in the Lane Kiffin. I would not because he's kind of like that. He's kind of like the, the, the macaque monkey you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, it leaves with, he leaves with something that you need a shot with a penicillin <laughs> to get rid of. <laughs> and so I, I wasn't wild about that. I just, right. I don't see how. Here's my big problem with what you've done here. So you had this great recruiting class for Alabama. How many of them are getting ready to run? Half? Kalen DeBoer's not keeping high-end recruits here. Probably not. And he's just not. And then you look at, at recruiting class rankings. <sighs> Am I supposed to think you can come to Alabama and recruit when you couldn't recruit at Washington? Right. Really? Oh, but they were just in the national title game. Look back on how many of those guys were transfers. Do do I get to keep all the Knicks guys? Do I get to keep the whole staff? Can I? I mean, is that what this is? Is this Kalen DeBoer comes in? No, Ryan Grubb's coming. Well, Ryan Grubb might be the next head coach at Washington. So you you may not get the the spinning of the cycle here because Grubb would make sense to take over for DeBoer at Washington. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at Washington's down here with Rutgers in Syracuse in terms of recruiting. And I understand that it's not as attractive a place to recruit, but you were just in the national title game. Mm -hmm. And you did, and you were top five all year long and none of that buoyed recruiting. You don't play on the same field, right? No, you don't play on the same field as Alabama or Georgia or really Ohio state or any of these key primo programs, which makes me wonder why and, and i'm not saying that DeBoer's not a good coach i think he's a phenomenal offensive coach i give anybody the benefit of maybe you can do it the, i right, don't right there are there there are people way smarter than me making these decisions so maybe you can maybe you can pull this off it's just not making sense to me i don't understand how you got here right like is he the only one is the is he the because i mean if you went down the sark 
path and he said no and you went down the norvell path and, and that's he said how i no, think that and lanning went. said no and i mean notice norvell just got an extension sarkeesian mm-hmm. and dan lanning both came out and said no because and in large part i think it's because they didn't want to replace nick mm-hmm. this feels like i almost feel here the same way i did with jimbo fisher i'm not saying you're not a good coach i'm saying you don't understand what you just walked into because at washington they'd have loved you forever you got them to a national title. You could have done that for a long, long time, and there was going to be a huge pay bump. You were also going into the Big Ten, and that was probably going to be more difficult. But if you're running away from the Big Ten, I'm not 100% sure I understand why you're running to the SEC. Ask you this. Based on the DeBoer hire five years from now, give me the state of the Alabama program. Uh, looking for a new head coach. I tend to agree. Uh, this feels like the hire you make before you make the long time hire. Yes, of Schumann, the defensive coordinator at, at Georgia, who is what thirty, mm-hmm. and two or three years from now, this is not going the right way. And when I say not going the right way, I still would say you're nine and three, mm-hmm. but that's a failure. That's an abject, utter disaster for Alabama football because you still have that expectation. Well, we had another guy that that had no foothold in the south that took over one of these premier programs recently it was brian kelly you think alabama's signing up for what brian kelly's done you've been completely irrelevant to the national picture you had a heisman trophy winner but you haven't contended for a playoff at all you think alabama's signing up for that because i don't no i just i mean they have they've signed up for it the, the possibility of it anyway and now the question is, can you live with it? And how long will you live with it? And it won't take three years of two-plus losses for them to go, we can't do this anymore. You'll be right back in the same boat. I just I don't know where you turn. And, and I think that's what they ran into here is where do we go? Mm-hmm. Every guy we would have chased is comfortable where they're at. They're all going to get pay bumps using us. None of them want to replace Nick. They all know that I don't think there's a guy you could have signed here that would, the recruiting class wouldn't have gotten hemorrhaged. I think DeBoer is going to be worse than any of the rest of them would. Because like, you got to say, national landscape, most of what uh, – you didn't see a Washington game for five weeks into the season. You do this for a living. What do you think 18-year-old kids saw? Yeah. They saw Michael Penix get his brains beat out in the national title game. And I just I, – I don't love it. I don't love it. I'm not sure it's going to go your way. I respect him a lot as a coach. He's 104-12 and 12 as a head coach in his career. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying the guy's not smart. I just feel like he's going into a buzzsaw that he may or may not understand. Because you're playing a different game. You're playing a different game in the South. You're in the sportsocracy. This ESPN Asheville. Did you know that Ingalls sells more organics than any other store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Did you know that they have more local craft beer than any place else? Or that they have energy smart stores? Or that they professionally slice and package imported cheese from Europe? Did you know about their giant international aisle, local farm partnerships, curbside pickup, wine department? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. 
We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White Haze, Peach Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Mean Green. And number three at 6% ABV, Max Protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom Apparel shops. The sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. We are back in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, getting you set for the wild card weekend. NFL playoffs beginning tomorrow. Houston and Cleveland. We've already covered that game. Jeremy and I are on the same side of most of the games this weekend so far we're both on uh the cleveland browns minus two we're both on the kansas city chiefs tomorrow night minus the four and a half sunday's games we're on buffalo minus the nine and a half against pittsburgh despite the fact that that's going to be an absolute um you know snow globe game lake effect snow would you say 96 percent chance of more than 12 inches of snow yes for that game so that's gonna be brutal fun to watch on your television at home in front of your fire though uh and we've got dallas and green bay i'm on dallas minus the seven you're on green bay plus the seven jeremy and the final game of the weekend because we will be with you on monday on mlk day to cover the monday night football game so we'll wait for that on monday Detroit Lions, Los Angeles Rams. I think this is the game that I've heard most back and forth speculation about. Because you have, you know, you you have the two different narratives going here of the Los Angeles Rams, hot team. They got the great passing offense, obviously. Detroit doesn't do well with that. It's it's the narrative game of Matthew Stafford coming back and all of that. On the other side, it's Detroit hosting their first playoff game in Ford Field. Obviously, this young team doesn't have playoff experience to their credit. The coaching staff doesn't have that either. But you have all of that on the other sideline. What's your favorite part of this game? Oh, I I don't know that I have. I, I love it all. I, I think this has everything you could possibly ask for, and it's the reason it's the latest game of the weekend. Uh, to me, this is almost like the way this is laid out, 
really feels like the way they lay out boxing pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. You get the two undercard fights, which are they're, they're good. They're intriguing. They're young up-and-comers, but they ain't selling out the marquee. Because you got Houston and Cleveland that, yes, it's, gr- it's great that they're here. I don't necessarily think you're winning a Super Bowl. And I'm more intrigued on where you are a year from now than where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Miami, Kansas City, that's the the slightly older contender that maybe caught a loss, and you're facing the young spunky upstart who you're going to knock his teeth into the fourth row 13 seconds into this fight. Uh-huh. You got the little burner, which is Pittsburgh Buffalo, and you got the two main events, which is Green Bay Dallas and this one. I love all of this. Here's what I don't understand. You know me. I'm the when Vegas goes when when the public goes one way, I'm gonna go the other. Mm-hmm. And am I the only one that thinks this that this number stinks? Why does it stink? This number you? stinks. You're telling me if we played this game in LA, they'd be a favorite. Really? Really? I don't buy it. I think all the values on Detroit. Mm-hmm. All the pressure's on Detroit, which is, if I'm wrong, that's going to be why it happened. Because the pressure was on them, and they folded in the moment. Name me the position group where the Rams are better. I would say receivers, maybe. Receivers is a definite. Um, Starting quarterback, you're better. Starting quarterback, who's better? The Rams. The Rams are better, yes. It's close. They're better. That's the only one I got. Okay. I can see that. Because Aaron Donald is the best defensive lineman in this in this game, but Aiden Hutchinson's not terribly far off. I was going to say, but the line as a whole. Line as a whole, I would give to Detroit. Mm-hmm. I just think they're better than you. I mean, look, LA's a great story. Sean McVay's done an amazing job coaching this team. But you're thin as you can be. And you've had some young guys play really up. That's the that's another part of this that I'm not hearing anybody talk about, and I'm not 100% sure I understand why. Yeah, the Rams were just in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. There's practically no one left off that team. Mm-hmm. Nobody that's going to play a real role here outside of Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald was even on that team. And if they were on that team, they didn't play. You're in the exact same boat here. You've got a couple guys that have played. Well, so does Detroit. Jared Goss played in situations like this. Mm-hmm. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's played in situations like this. Mm-hmm. You're not bereft of guys that have played the playoffs. It's just the roster top to bottom. And there, it, I feel like this is treated like, well, the Rams have been here so many times. They're just going to walk in. and you, you get there's like eight players on the roster that have even been on a playoff roster. Right? But, there, but there is one side that everybody's got a drastic advantage, and it's the coaching. I've got coaching that's been here. I've got coaching that's won a Super Bowl. And I would agree with you in terms of the head coach. Uh-huh. I don't necessarily agree with you with the coordinators. Okay. I mean, the coordinators are fantastic, obviously, with Aaron Glenn on the defense for uh, Detroit and then Ben Johnson on the offensive side. I've just – I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a close, high-scoring game. And it I comes, tend to agree. And it comes down to the end of the game or maybe in just in a critical moment of the fourth quarter that shifts something one way or the other. And why is it that I can see one of Dan Campbell's dumbass let's chew some kneecaps, go get them on a fourth down play that screws this up, right? That keeps L.A. in it, gives them a shot at the end. 
uh, I just I can't get away from that. I felt like this was practically a pick 'em all week. And then I got the report on where the money is. And it's over 90% on LA mm-hmm. in the money line, mm-hmm. in the spread, everywhere. Yep. And this feels like one of those times that the public is being really overreactionary because you're not used to seeing the lines here. And you think exactly what you just said, which is Sean McVay's a better head coach. Mm-hmm. The question I always ask is who has the better coach, who has the better quarterback, and who's at home? Yes. Detroit's at home. LA has the better coach. Mm-hmm. And the quarterbacks are, to me, very, very close. I'm taking Detroit at home. Detroit minus three. This building, and it's supposed to snow in Detroit Sunday night. This building may possibly be the loudest building you've ever heard. This is a fan base that, A, is very loyal. Mm -hmm. This is a place that has not had a lot to cheer for sports-wise over the course of the last 40 years. So you're going to get the Bob Spencers. You're going to get the Rick Greens (laughs) that ain't had a reason to cheer in large part for 50 years. Right. And they're going to show up, and they're going to house beers, and they're going to scream everything they can think of, and that place is going to register on the Richter scale. And I'm just not sure all these young defenders for L.A. are ready for that. I also look at Amonra St. Brown and go, I don't know what you're going to do with him. I got no clue. I think Brian Branch can mitigate Cooper Cup as much as anybody can. Mm -hmm. I also haven't thought he was 100% all year. And Nakua's a rookie. Nakua is a fifth-round rookie. This will be the biggest game he's ever played in his life tenfold. Yep. I, ch- I feel like we're chalking this up for the Rams way too easily. Mm-hmm. And then I saw those 90s and went, okay, let's go hard on the Detroit Lions. Yep. Vegas has goal fixtures for a reason, and I feel like they're baiting you. Mm-hmm. Not because I think this game's a blowout, because I don't think it is. I agree with you. I'm taking. I'm vehemently taking the over. I am hard on the over. 51 and a half. <laughs> that's not I don't even think that's close. Yeah, no. That's because I don't think either one of these defenses is going to stop the other on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. This is a game that's played in its 30s. So, to me, the over 51, what did you say, 51 and a half? 51 and a half. Let me write that down. This could be first one to 40 wins. Is, and that wouldn't surprise me in the least. Yeah, this is this is over. Um, I'm going to go against you. I'm going to go the L.A. side. Because these teams are really close. And I'm catching points. And that's really the only thing here. I get I'm, it. I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm I'm leaning on that whole, this is just going to be close. I I really don't know. This is one of the few playoff games where I don't have a, a, a dedicated lean going into the game. Because I could equally see either one of these teams winning this game. And for all the reasons that we just mentioned, but LA's catching three points, and I feel like that's just too much. Easily, this could be within the three points, so I'll take LA getting the three over the fifty-one and a half. Something I sh- something I feel like I have to point out because I'm the gambling guy. Mm-hmm. When Vegas sets lines, how do they set them? Is that what they think is going to happen? They think the lines are going to win by three. No, that's what they get action on. No, right? It's what they get fifty percent of action on each side. Okay. Vegas can support itself on just the vigorous of every game they get. Anytime you see a number, if 
it smells like a duck, it's probably a duck. And you're getting this much action on the Rams, that makes me feel like Vegas is sitting back going, this is the biggest sucker bet in the history of time. Because mm-hmm. it hasn't moved. It hasn't moved all week. It's been three every time I've looked at this game. It swelled to three and a half at one point with 90% of the money on the Rams. Figure that out. Oh, because they wanted to keep you betting on that side. Because mm. the handle went down a little bit. As soon as it went to three and a half, the handle swelled back up there, and they moved it right back to three. Mm-hmm. I like the Rams. I like Ben Johnson. I like Dan Campbell. I like Aaron Glenn. And I think they're going to find a way to make just enough plays. Okay. All right. And then your prop bet. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah, that was my rule. You'd think I I know what I want, but i got to have the number. Uh, Over on practically anything. Mm -hmm. But you took this guy in the fantasy drafts. I'll take it here. I'll go over 81.5 rushing yards for Kyron Williams. Okay. Because that feels like the biggest sucker bet in the history of time. Okay. There's not another running back really on the roster. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get 20-plus touches. If he can average four, average four yards a carry against a pretty mediocre run defense, yep. They're just fine for me. <laughs> uh, okay. And is there a – what's the, I know there's a multiple touchdown wager. Who are you trying to yeah. get multiple? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go one step further here on uh Puka Nakua. And I'm gonna go two plus touchdowns for Puka Nakua, which will bring me in at plus seven hundred. Not bad. That's a that's a bold one. Yeah. Okay. There we go. We got the sorry, I was trying to write down my pick so I don't forget it. You're in the sportsocracy, CSPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and fourteen hundred. We will be back with you on Monday. Um, hopefully you get the day off. We will not. We will be here to entertain you and recap all of the action from Wildcard Weekend and set up the set up the Monday night football game. Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We will see you then. At Ingalls, we're proud to work with hundreds of local farms and businesses in the communities we call home. Not only does it ensure that you get top quality fresh items for your family table, it's a way for us to support the amazing individuals who pour their heart and soul into delivering the very best they can do. Quality, freshness, community, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. And did I mention that Clarissa Sells WNC loves teachers? We love teachers so much, we're giving back 25% of our commission at closing. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. 
Even if you take excellent care of your teeth and gums at home, you still need to see a dentist regularly. And at Asheville Smiles, they have all the latest and greatest technology, which is so important because they are able to catch issues quicker and diagnose more accurately. Many dental problems, they don't even become visible or cause pain until they are in more advanced stages. So when you are thinking about 2024, you need to make sure that you think about your overall health and make that dental appointment. World-class dental care with a hometown feel. It's AshevilleSmiles.com. Win $1,000 in inflation compensation. I just won $1,000. And kick your new year into high gear. What? No way. Happening now. (laughs) Brought to you by PSG. PSG Traffic Services exists to save lives by providing safe work zones and to provide all your traffic needs. PSG is hiring team members. Excellent pay and benefits? Call 910-821-1720 or visit psgtrafficservices.com. Dirty perky shark and back flat. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. Shark and back flat. Let the hate flow through you. I had a lot of people message me about this when the story broke last night that Florida State has been slammed by the NCAA for some name, image, and likeness offers that they they called it recruiting inducement. And you know the timing of this is so strange that Florida State, who has sued the NCAA through the Attorney General's office in the state of Florida would get would be the team that would get popped by the NCAA. And you know, maybe, maybe I'm a cynic, but I really struggle to believe that those two things don't have something to do with each other. And here's why I say that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we know definitively that at least three Power 5 schools made actual offers to Drake May to directly leave North Carolina fact or fiction. And yes, I know the schools, and no, I'm not going to call them out. Yeah. I don't think it. I know it definitively. The NCAA knows it definitively. But weird, you selectively chose to not do anything about that in spite of the fact that two idiot hosts in Asheville, North Carolina know it, and I would bet my life on it. But you didn't do anything about that. Instead, you chose to punish the team that came after you because you're such a feckless institution that you have absolutely no ability to control your own institution, and you got sued by one of your membership institutions. But I'm sure that's just a coincidence. I'm mad.